0: business. I got my wild cherry diet Pepsi. And uh, I got my blackjack gum here.
1: And I got that feeling. Yeah, that familiar feeling. That something rank is going down out there. I'm funny how? I mean funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. I make you laugh. I'm here to fucking amuse you. How the fuck am I funny? What the
0: fuck is so funny about me?
1: Tell me.
2: Tell me what's funny.
3: Don't
2: shake
1: hands. Brothers got a hug. Come out to the coast. We get together. Have a few laughs.
4: As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. You ever seen a grown man naked?
5: oh
1: my
2: god i'm your huckleberry my
6: advice to you is to start drinking heavily put
7: that coffee down well English this calls for the old billy barule that's a huge bitch the royal penis is clean your highness
6: hey where are the white women at
5: Hey motherfucker
6: It's over Johnny
4: It's over Hey, what's
5: going on everybody? It's Shaheen.
4: And Boxman.
5: And we are the Persian and the Jew.
4: Join us live every Wednesday night, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Mixler.com slash THT Podcast.
2: And make sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, THT Network, and THT Podcast. The one and only Hot Tag Podcast bringing you the latest in wrestling
5: news and our weekly bullshit that you don't want to miss. Join us every week. I'll
4: tell Sylvester whenever I get to the chopper I listen to THT movie review. Hell, Boxman and Anthony, they cover movies like Wall Street, Die Hard, Bloodsport wow and terminator ladies and gentlemen for the very best old school pro wrestling discussion check out
8: the Raymond of pro wrestling wwe wcw ecw NWA, and everybody in between we cover them all only on the tht network check us out
0: and of course, if you have a couple extra dollars this month, you can join us on patreon.com slash THT network. For as little as five dollars a month, you will gain unlimited access to our Patreon, which will include eight original, unreleased
1: exclusives
0: to Patreon. Check it out. Patreon.com slash THT network.
4: All right. There we go. Plugs are done. See? See how I did that? See, you like that, Anthony? Yes. <laughs> We're getting more professional by the
8: fucking week, by the fucking program, I should say.
4: No, I, got, I honestly, I got tired of trying to remember plugs, and I figured, hey, this is perfect. <laughs> that's that's really what happened. Um, <laughs> yeah. Especially about four bottles and eight bowls. <laughs> Two hours later. Yeah. Long show. Yeah. After. A little, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Now, Anthony, this is a double, uh, kind of a double special. If you will, uh, first of all, happy birthday, sir! Thank you, sir. As I sip, so can keep keep on talking about. No, no problem, no problem at all. Always, mm. I can, I can, I can, t- I can talk all night. Uh, I, I did drink a Red Bull, so literally, I could probably talk all night. Uh, but anyway, we uh, and we're also doing for the second little special, not just Anthony's birthday. This movie we're doing, there's something about Mary. How, how when? How old? How old are we talking here?
8: 20 years, July 15th, 1998.
4: Oh, wow. 1998, this movie did come out. Uh, This is a Farrelly, Farrelly, is that how we say this? Farrelly Brothers production? Farrelly, Farrelly. One of the two. Oh, Farrelly, 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 Farrelly. Life is what a dream. (laughs) But seriously, I think it's uh, Farrelly uh let's see here how 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 do we spell this and then we'll go from there we got uh f-a-r-r-e-l-y fairly i think i've I've always heard it pronounced
8: farley but i could be wrong won't be the first time well farley would be like chris
4: farley wouldn't that be like Yeah. yeah yeah so but uh yeah something about mary um believe it or not speaking of the uh fairly brothers this movie was actually kind of like their, whether or you know, the, 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 what happened was they lost a ton of money from Kingpin because Kingpin, believe it or not, didn't do that well. Me personally, I love that fucking movie. Uh, it's just cause you're a Woody Harrelson Mark. It well, I am be. too, but it, it, yeah, it might be. Um, they brought their, uh, basically they thought this next film was going to be the last one they couldn't, th- that they made. So they decided to go all out. Um, and then something about Mary came out and it was a box office hit. So <clears throat> their careers were safe and, uh, it was pretty cool though. It was a pretty cool little thing though, but yeah, definitely. Uh, Bobby Anthem says happy birthday. Uh, Bobby, I hope you're doing well too, brother. Yes. This one's for you, Bobby. Thank you.
8: Always part of the family. Thinking about you. Stay strong, yeah.
4: bro. Yeah. I don't want to, uh, get into anything that, uh, Maybe you'll come on next time we come on. Well, maybe, maybe we'll BS about it, but, uh, just hope you're doing well, bro. And if, uh, you need anyone to reach out to, you know, I'm around, man. Uh, oh. yeah. And, uh, yeah, but, uh, let's go ahead and go on from there. I guess we should, uh, should we just, I mean, it, it, it is a two hour movie, so I do not want to spend a ton of time on the cast of the movie. No, honestly,
8: folks. We're gonna breeze through the cast and the incidentals. Go out of your way to
4: watch this movie. Now the problem is the cast of this movie is honestly for the time it wasn't as star studded as it really is now. Um I'll roll through a little bit. Uh let's start off with the obviously the main star, Mary. Cameron Diaz. Uh man, she has no problem just see through shirts and yes. She has no problem just showing the titties. I love it. I love it. Beautiful.
8: Yeah, man. I mean, what more can be said about Cameron Diaz? I would say nine late. I mean, I would say late nineties to the mid two thousands got got
4: no hotter. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, man. Yeah, and she still looks looks pretty good. She hasn't done all the. She's done a little shit to her face, but not as much as most of the girls have. Um, then we have Matt Dillon. Now, believe it or not, these two were actually dating during this movie. Uh, broke up right before the release of the movie, but they were actually, these two were dating during this movie, Cameron Diaz and Matt Dillon. So, uh, Matt Dillon, I, I love Matt Dillon. I mean, first movie I ever remember seeing him in was, uh, what the fuck was it? Um, uh, the outsiders. Oh, wow. That's
8: another star study movie. It wasn't at the time that it came out, but looking back on it.
4: No, that that movie. That that was the movie that made all those stars. Exactly. It did. And we're talking Patrick Swayze, Tom Cruise, Emilio Estevez, uh, Matt Dillon played Dally in that movie, Ralph Macchio. Um,
8: Thomas Howell's in that too, right? Uh, Who? C. Thomas Howell?
4: C. Thomas Howell. Rob Lowe. He gets forgotten about, but C. Thomas Howell is very much underrated, in my opinion. Well, I got to. I got a friend who's, uh, actually whose birthday is today. So, wow. happy birthday, Tony, too tall Tony out there. And, uh, he calls me Pony Boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I forget about C. Thomas Howell and his punk ass. <laughs> Fuck his punk ass. Cause, I, Cause that's, that's another name I get called. I don't like fucking Jim Varney. Fuck Ernest. Cause I get called, I used to get called that. And Come then on. I got called Pony Boy forever. By uh by old too tall over there so but anyway but I digress uh Ben Stiller of course uh, do I need to go on from Ben Stiller I mean how yes. many movies has he done been in you know from Dodgeball to and he always has you know you'll see him even pop up in all these um what the fuck all these Saturday Night Live movies and stuff and some Adam Sandler movies he pops up in but uh, we've got Lee Evans who hasn't done a ton of stuff um but you might know him from what was the other for um he was in the fifth element believe it or not but wow. the other movie i know him for is the ladies man yes yes he's barney he's the guy who goes a little crazy and goes after well we will get to that movie one night and night at the museum there you go um yeah he's been in a ton of stuff not a ton of stuff honestly but enough uh chris elliott i'm not the biggest fan yes you have brought this up many times like what's the uh remind me
8: uh listeners what's the uh beef with chris elliott because you brought that up a few times whenever his name came
4: up honestly no hate i just i don't, you don't think, think he's funny i don't think he's funny and I understand, well, his humor is a little dry and blah, blah, blah. I love dry humor. You give me fucking Stephen Wright. You know who Steven Wright is, right? Yeah. You give me Steven Wright. I'll listen to it all fucking day. Love that fucking guy. Mitch Hedberg, his humor was a little dry, but I just, there you go. Miss my life says it, says it makes her, he makes her throw up in her mouth a little bit. See, um, he's just, to me, he's not funny. Even in, what was it? Scream three. Scary movie two. Scary movie too, thank you. Um I never thought he was funny. Any movie he's ever been in, I didn't think he was funny. And I believe he did stand up before all this. Didn't think he was funny. I mean, like like I said, I'm not gonna say he's one of
8: my favorites, but I've you know, I've enjoyed Selected Things. Like I loved him in the movie we're talking about the night. Uh he had like a small little stint on uh, Everybody Loves Raymond. Don't know if you're familiar with that. I remember I mean, I you I remember. Yeah. I don't know if you watched it, I should say. Hmm.
4: Hmm. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I did watch that show.
8: I he's, you got a, you got a Ray Romano thing. Then I look at you. You got a Ray Romano thing going with the hair. All right. Look. I, look I, I, you I, that?
4: I just got a haircut today, so leave the hair alone. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Take it easy. But um yeah, Chris Elliott. I mean, yes, he was good in this movie. Uh but I just I don't find him funny. I mean, if he's good in a movie, I'll say he's good. He is good in this movie. I just don't find him funny. But anyway, let's move on from him. Lynn Shane plays Magda, the extreme tan old lady in this movie. Uh, now we go to someone. I mean, this guy, Jeffrey Tambor. Legend. What nobody say? Oh, fucking so man. This guy has been acting since I believe that is 77. Something like that. 1977, yes. Kojak. Yes. I yes. think yes. we've Three's talked Company. about... It. Yeah. Go ahead, Anthony. I'm sorry.
8: No, I said He goes back to like Three's Company, the Ropers. Mm-hmm. He's been around a long-ass
4: time. Exactly. Yeah, this guy's been... I mean, he was in uh, Three O'Clock High. I don't know if you ever saw that movie.
8: Uh, The name sounds familiar. Was that like early 80s, mid-80s? Oh, yeah. 1987.
4: 1987. It is an amazing fucking movie. Uh, it's him, and, um, I'll tell you what, the guy who plays the cop in this movie was in that movie also. Ah! He nice was in Three O'Clock High also. Uh, but this guy here, Jeffrey Tambor, if you're going, uh, where am I going to know him from recently? The Grinch That Stole Christmas, the Jim Carrey version. He is the, kind of the villain in the movie, the, uh, the evil mayor. I forget his name. Give me a second and I'll actually find that. Because that movie was in, what, 2000? Yeah. Ah, oh, look at you. you. Got notes over there, bro? No, I don't. Uh, now, here it is. He is uh, Mayor Augustus Mayhew. That is who he is in Grinch Stole Christmas. So, yeah. But no, I, d- that's one part I definitely remember him from. But this is a guy you will you see and you're like, oh, my God, I've seen him. Oh, my God, I've seen him. I mean, this guy's been in Muppet movies, um, pff, Dr. Doolittle. He was in one of the Doctor Doolittle movies. Uh, Jesus Christ! Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures, a TV series. He was in A Tales from the Crypt, and I mean, he was even in Golden Girls. God damn it! <laughs> do, do, do. Thank you for being free.
8: <laughs> Travel down the road and back again. All right. <laughs> thank you, thank thank you, Box. Thanks for not leaving me hanging. No I problem. I fuck yeah. Golden Girls. Damn it. Like i love that shit,
4: <laughs> absolutely um but yeah jeffrey tambor awesome awesome actor underrated actor doesn't get enough credit for uh all the shit this man has done um but we go on from jeffrey tambor to marky post christine from night court there you go i don't think i need to bring up anymore i mean i don't watch all the hallmark movies she's in and you know women's shows but my mom does all right and then we move on from Marky Post to a true bad motherfucker, Keith fucking David. Yes. Uh, where have we, where have we talked about him from? Men at Work. Yes. Yes. He was in Men at Work. Um, and he's been in a ton more movies. He even did. I mean, I, I believe I even mentioned it. He was in the, um, that movie with, uh, Stephen Seagal where he was chasing down the Jamaicans hard to kill.
8: Yes, yeah, Hard to Kill, mm-hmm. and uh, another movie he was in that we have to get to at some point.
4: They Live with uh yes. Piper, Roddy Piper. Yes, 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 and we don't really have many more people to go through. That's you know really, you know, powerful in this movie. But uh, we'll go ahead I'm and s- go with uh, what? I'm sorry, bro. We got two more people.
8: Nothing. But uh, we got Candy Alexander. I know you're a big fan of her, as am I.
4: And she is uh, – she has also done an episode of NYPD Blue, Candy Alexander
8: did. And uh, we have a young uh, Sarah Silverman in this. Yes. Another one. I wanted one. to mention her, yeah.
4: Another woman I don't find incredibly funny.
8: Yeah. I mean she was funny until you – know, we're not going to get into it here, but before she got like pseudo-political.
4: Ah, uh, Right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. She did. Whatever. We're not going to get into that tonight. Um And W. Earl Brown, by the way, who we actually talked about in Black Mass. And this is another guy that has done a shit load of acting and doesn't get enough credit for it. Um Another guy that's been acting. I mean, this guy started acting in 1991. He was in Backdraft. Um, uh, uh, oh my God, murder! She wrote. He's been in. He was in uh, a, a Wise Guy. Remember that TV show? Yeah. Holy shit, that was an old one. He was in Sugar Hill, the TV series. That's a good movie. Um, let's see. He was in Angel, uh, the X Files. But he was in. Uh, we talked about him in Black Mass. He was uh, John Monterano. He ended up being one of the guys one of the many guys that turned in uh, Whitey Bulger Um, but this guy has just been in a shitload of stuff he's another one you see and you're like oh I've seen this guy in at least three or four movies but um, you have and he was also in True Detective
8: yes and oh good Mm -hmm. point Luke Uh, Sarah Silverman is very much funnier than uh, Amy Schumer I would take Sarah Silverman all day
4: Mm. how about they're just both unfunny (laughs) I mean, there. I, were, I mean, there are times where I could deal with Amy Schumer, but at this point, she's like, "Ugh." Amy Schumer is just a. Tra- I'm. Not, you know, she's just a trash bag of a human being. <laughs> well, I mean, at this point, she's just dolph sloppy seconds. But pff, seems like every girl out there is. But anyway, uh, <laughs> 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 it's just it just works that way. Um, but anyway, all right. I guess we can. Uh, I guess we can get into the fucking movie a little bit here. Um. I started off with the song i think i yes. got I'm not gonna play the whole song, but I'll play a little bit of the song. The song itself, uh by the way, the band that um is throughout this movie is a little band that's been around uh, believe it or not, this band was founded in nineteen seventy uh, a band called the modern lovers and it's a just a three piece band basically I don't know why the other guy wasn't in there but maybe they didn't want another guitar player but whatever uh there but it is a real band they've got albums and all kinds of shit out uh the modern lovers though is the band that you see throughout this movie and let's go ahead and start off with the song you ready anthony very much so sir all right that's perfect we didn't spend a lot of time on that cast let's do this
2: His friends would say, Stop whining, they've had enough of that. His friends would say, Stop pining, there's other girls to look at. They've tried to set him up with Tiffany and Indigo. But there's something about Mary that they don't know. Mary, there's just something about Mary. His friends say, Look, life's no fairy tale. That he should have some fun, he suffered long enough. Well, they may know about domestic and imported ale, but they don't know a thing about love. Well, his friends would say,
4: Little song, it kind of repeats right now. So, yeah, there is the beginning song. And it's all about Mary. It's all about Mary. And, uh, it does seem that there is something about Mary in this movie. The title is actually very, very well, very well done and matches the movie very well. But, um, we start off with a 16 year old Ben Stiller. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, would I... <laughs> go ahead, man.
8: Go ahead. No, I'm just... No, I was just going to say, like, we're going to try to limit the clips. We tried our best, but there's so many lines that we can't do them justice, so we're
4: just going to fuck it say we're going to play them for you. Listen, I I tried. uh, First of all, it's a two-hour movie, like 159. I did everything I could to get less than 20 clips. I got 18. I'm going to play more than I think, and a few of them are going to be pretty long, but there's not only so many quotable lines in this movie but there's so many there's actually a lot of subplots and storylines going on in this movie when you think about it I mean every character throughout the movie really has their own little storyline yes. you know I mean first I mean you you, you got Ben Stiller after after we're gonna you know, roll forward we're gonna Tarantino we're gonna roll forward a little bit and then come on back to the beginning Uh I mean you got Ben Stiller who Yes, he's in love with her, chased her down, and sent a, you know, quote unquote killer after her. Um, a psychotic killer. You got Norm Tucker, who's a freaky guy trying to get her, get Mary. You've got Mary herself, who's really just trying to find the best guy for her. You got fucking, uh, Woogie, who no one knows is Woogie, but we know he is. He's, you know, freaking out because he still loves Mary and wants her shoes. So every character in, in, in this, you know, and Matt Dillon, he's got his own little thing going on. Every character has their own subplot or sub story in this movie, which makes it a really, you really gotta, I mean, the first time I watched it, you really gotta concentrate on this movie. I didn't yeah, realize. You really do. You
8: really do. Cause it's like you said, it's a lot going on, but there's, I like the attention
4: paid to detail. There is a lot going on, but what they do in the end that's smart is they wrap it up and they bring everyone in one fucking room to do it. They just get it done with. It's like, all right, bring them all in one room and uh they'll just fucking hash it out and the movie's over. How's that sound? Yes. <laughs> so, all right. We do start off with a 16-year-old Ben Stiller. Well, I'm going back to that now. So there's our Tarantino for the night. We just uh went into the whole movie and now we're... uh we're back to the beginning. Um, Anthony, I want to start off though with the first little clip after the song where Ben Stiller kind of gives you a little taste. And this first girl he talks to also gives you a little taste of how awkward, nerdy, geeky Ben Stiller is in, uh, in the beginning of this movie. So, and, probably still to this day he's kind of an awkward guy if you even listen to him talk you know in interviews not that i'm not trust me i've mentioned i'm very awkward but anyway let's go ahead and roll this little uh little geeky bed stiller
5: when i was 16 years old i fell in love hey your niece
6: hey
5: so uh what's up yeah cool So I was wondering. I don't. I don't know uh, if, if maybe you wanted to, and or if not. If you don't want to, you don't have to. I mean, I, I. I just wonder if maybe you're going to the prom, and or um, if you felt like that and you want to go with me, or I mean, whatever. It, if you didn't. Do Did you take that bio test? That was
7: like. Look, I, I heard this rumor that this guy like was going to ask me, so I'm going to wait and see what happens there. That sounds great. Yeah.
5: Okay. <laughs> so is that like it? Is that like a yes or a no? Or...
7: I thought I made it perfectly clear. If everything else falls apart, maybe.
4: <laughs> oh. bro. Oh. Man,
8: that last Shit. line was the chronic battle cry of oh. a masturbator.
4: They should have fucking I... this. The, the... Oh, exactly, dude. This is where they should have started just play, playing Bon Jovi.
0: Shut you the heart, and you're too. Oh, oh, oh,
8: I mean, the fact that she had to break it down like, if everything else falls apart, then maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Oh, like, <laughs> yeah. if my life is, if my life isn't enough shambles, then I'll give you. A, I might give you a call. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah, horrible, horrible. But this is also where he sees Mary pull up. And it's amazing what a little long hair and some really, you know, skinny clothes will do because Cameron Diaz actually looks like a like maybe she's 17 or 18 in this in this part. I mean, she actually looks looks good. You know what I mean? So but yeah, she's uh this is kind of the first time he sees it, him. All his friends are talking about her. And, you know, it's just it's kind of one of those little high school things. Bunch of. Crazy dudes, but also this is where we meet her brother. Um Shit, what's his name? Damn it, Warren. Warren, thank you. I'm, I don't know why I wanted to say Will. His name is Warren. In the, it's right on this fucking jacket. Stupid, stupid. Okay, Uh <laughs> and um you know Warren is over there asking people he lost his baseball, and some dude starts fucking with him. You know the older seniors, obviously, and says, "Hey, go ask that girl where it is." But she doesn't call it a baseball. And he walks up and... All right, see, this is what happens. I wasn't planning on playing this clip. But here, why don't we do it? It's so easy to do now. I just t- twist a button and it goes, here. Have you
6: seen my wiener? What? Have you seen my wiener? What the What the hell did
0: you just say, buddy? Huh? Wiener? Hey, get your hand off my car. What the hell did you just say to
1: me?
6: Yeah, I... I my... My huh? wiener I was I was fucking sort of a bitch. I'm like, All right,
4: the rest of this is sort of visual, so but that's what he t- tells him to say wiener. Um to f- instead of ball wiener. So uh and uh Ben Stiller, even as skinny and awkward as he is, he tries to step in and uh doesn't go well, he gets pushed to the ground. But the fact that he stepped in Cameron Diaz notices and he ends up walking her home, which is a, another weird thing. He's, you know, but him and Warren are playing. He's given Warren piggyback rides and shit. And um finally, on the way back, they he kind of gets the balls to ask her, but she sort of asks him to prom. And they do end up she she says yes, and they end up going to prom together. Um, now, his friends don't believe him if you remember that part, Anthony. his friends I don't, don't believe be- yeah, you go. his friends don't believe him, but he is going with her, and I, he makes a bet with him. I forgot what the amount was. I think it was like a thousand dollars, whatever anyway, but there it is I finally the part i i went the clip I went to next was where he finally gets to the door, and once again we get to hear the wonderful Keith David. And um first of all, Ben Stiller is shocked to see Keith David at the door because, uh-huh. well, yeah. Cameron Diaz, those of you who don't know, Keith David is not a white man. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Uh, if you want a visual
8: reaction for a. When Boxman and me decided to first do this show, when he found out that I was a black dude, he was, his reaction mirrored that of Ben Stiller in this scene. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, you? But then, then you know, he kind of like grew to accept me.
4: Yeah, you know. Yeah, he's, my, he, he's my
8: Mr. Drummond now.
4: You're one of them good ones, you know what I
8: mean? <laughs> <laughs> I loved you, man. Thank, oh, thanks for man. letting me in the house today, you know. Hey, you want to them
4: you one of them good ones, you know? You ain't out there. Ah, oh, forget it. All right. Uh, <laughs> Before we go too far and something goes bad here, let's just rock it on here. This is the part right here where he does go in. He meets, uh, again, Keith David, and his first reaction is, what the fuck? But we also meet Marky Post because Marky Post in this movie is Mary's mother. So here we go, Mary's parents. And Ben Stiller comes to the door.
2: Stop paying until the job gets done. He can
5: kiss my ass. What the hell are you on? <laughs> I'm Ted Stroman. I'm here to take Mary to the prom. Prom? Mary went to the prom 20 minutes ago with her boyfriend, Woogie. Woogie? Woogie! Oh.
7: Charlie, you are so mean. <laughs> this is Mary's stepfather, Charlie. I'm Sheila, her mother. Ted, don't pay any attention to anything he says. He's a laugh man. Oh, Oh,
5: that's very funny. <laughs> uh, I'm just having a little fun with the guy's prom night.
0: Well, has got a sense of humor. <laughs> oh
4: Jesus. Oh hey, oh, i Warren. Oh god. All right, this is the, the... you got to pause it for a second, Bob so I did, I know. did, I did.
0: Uh
8: just the look of disappointment on a uh, Ted's face here is priceless. <laughs> uh.
4: Yeah, he's very confused on what in the hell is going on. Very, very confused. Now, let me
8: ask you, what you, what you think shocked the more? This part right here or the kind of backtrack a little bit when she actually knew his
4: name? I think when she actually knew his name. Um, this, this was shocking for him in a different way though. Um, and of course he, uh, he does see Cameron Diaz walk down and man. she does look, like I said, man, and she looks very young. It's weird. You look at her and you're kind of like, she could be a high school chick in this movie. And i i you know
8: for i gotta point out something about cameron Diaz in person in uh just in general
9: mm-hmm.
8: in terms of women it's one thing to have the assets that you know all men go crazy over but it's to me it's not so much your assets but it's knowing how to project sexuality mm-hmm. i don't care what role she plays and here she's a good girl but even as the good girl like unassuming type of hot girl she still portrayed she still projects the sexuality that you can't teach you either have it or you don't. I don't right. give a fuck how big your ass is, how big your titty.
4: If you don't know how to project that, means nothing. Yeah. And she's also a chill pothead chick. Yes. Yeah. Actually, there's a, a her and Matt Dillon were smoking pot on set most of the movie. Yes. Yes. Believe it or not. But yeah, she's just a chill pothead. And it kind of shows in all the movies she does that she's just kind of chill. But, uh, the part I have is, uh, right where she's walking down and he's about to, uh, Ben Stiller brought a baseball for Warren. And I gotta play this just for the hilarity of it. And that's the whole reason I'm playing this scene. Remember, Warren is uh, autistic, I guess, in this, in this movie, you would say autistic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's a little special. You know, we're, I'm
8: going to be nice because I like Warren. So there you go. I do be, he, he, He's, I do he's nice. He's, right. a little, he's a little he's twist in the head, but no. A little bit. A little okay. Bit. Here we go. Let's roll it. Oh, I
4: gotta hit play.
7: When did you say hi to Ted? About oh. ten times. Okay.
5: Hey Warren, <laughs> I think I found your baseball. You seen see my baseball? Well, if it's a big white one with uh little red stitching. <laughs> yeah. Then mm. I think I saw it right behind your ear. Get
7: up, boy! Hey, Walter! Be, Be careful, man! Be careful, man! Get up, man! Get up, Teddy! Get down, Get down from there, Teddy! what are you doing, man? Walter, put him down
1: now! What the hell are you doing? Here, here, here. here, not? This is my husband!
4: All right, so... <laughs> he tries to give Warren the baseball. Warren freaks the fuck out. And slams him through a table and then body slams him on the floor uh obviously he didn't know what was going on but always a hilarious i love that part of this fucking movie that's one of the best parts of this movie it really is yeah definitely man but yeah she you know no one ever told him and he kind of freaks out a little bit a little bit it's fucking hilarious and honestly the follow-up in my
8: opinion which is just funny with the Keith David and I've been stiller. oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> are you and... yelling at me in my own house yeah exactly. oh
4: <laughs> so
5: I didn't do it
4: okay. hold on a second. Okay.
5: I swear the bathroom is that way
4: oh we missed that part here we can go back to it though that's why we uh, the, the power of VLC
5: a baseball and I was just trying to give him a present are you yelling at me
7: no are you yelling at me in my
4: own house no don't let me have to open a can of what's we'll on you yeah yeah <laughs>
7: had sh I should have told
4: you he he has a can of whoop ass oh shit anyway yeah. he uh does go to the bathroom <laughs> to check his lip and uh as if it couldn't get any worse, he's going to the bathroom he's taking a pee, and he's looking at some birds suddenly, the birds fly away, and there is Cameron Diaz sitting in her bra and her mother trying to fix the dress, and they think that he is jerking off looking at her and as he is trying to tell them that is not what i'm doing (sighs) oh this even hurts thinking about it all right this (laughs) this is what we hear
7: Ah! 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 ted are you okay yeah i'm fine everything's okay Okay, okay, just take your time. It's all right. You know he's been in there over a half an hour. Charlie, so really? I think oh, he's masturbating. Oh, come on! Oh, uh, master- Warren! I oh, was watching you undress with a silly grin on sure. his face. No, oh, so I was
1: watching the bird. What want
7: me to do, do? I, 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 I
4: need some male help. All right. So now, in just a minute, the dad does go in. Uh, but yeah, obviously what happened here is well, let me just let the dad explain it here we go, let's keep going, what do you think? let's go listen, I'm coming in, okay? no,
2: no, don't
4: exactly, what the hell is the situation? what, did you
6: shit yourself or something? oh, I wish
4: I I, I got it stuck you got what stuck? it oh, it, um um, uh, well, uh listen, uh it's not the end of the world. Uh, these kind of things happen. Uh, uh,
6: let's have a look at it. No! For God's sake! Shh! Sheila! No! Sheila, uh, no, wait, honey! No. Don't! Sheila,
5: honey, uh, you got to come here. you got. You got to see this. What is, what? All
4: right, let's pause for a
8: minute. Let's pause. And uh, in the interest of full disclosure... I actually have the unrated, the extended version of this flick. And, um, yeah, you get to see the whole, uh, shebang. If you ever get your hands on the, uh, the unrated version of this, you see a hell of a lot more than you ever, ever wanted to see.
4: Oh, I mean, you get to see a quick glimpse of it in the version I have, but
8: yeah, it's just, yeah.
4: All right. All right. I'll, I'll stick with the quick glimpse because that just, oh, but let's just remind everyone here. He's, he's calling in the wife to come look at this let's just yeah. just just imagine you're 16 years old just go yeah. back to it anthony you're already not feeling very comfortable in your own skin and yeah. and then this happens and then not only does the dad come in and see it but he so, calls in the wife so so box would you say at this point
8: in the movie that fucking became not an option
4: at this point in the movie, oh, absolutely. And at this point in the movie, I would just want to fucking kill myself if I was him. Um, oh, God, this is a horrible part, but I'm going to keep going from here because I knew this was going to be a long scene. But again, we have to get to where the cop comes to the door and then the fireman comes in and I'll, I'll explain who the <laughs> fireman is also. And, uh, let's go ahead. I'll be, uh, let's go ahead and keep playing it.
0: Don't, uh, don't, don't. don't, don't.
5: Don't worry. She's a dental hygienist. She'll know exactly what to do. The
0: dental hygienist. Hi, hi,
1: Mrs. Jensen. How are you? You okay? Yeah.
6: Holy shit! Shh!
7: Charlie could have warned me. Keep it down. Okay, Charlie. Mr. Um, Jensen, I just don't I, want Mary. Okay. I don't want her here, you know. Come on. Yeah. Um, let's just relax here, okay? Now uh okay. um what exactly are we uh, looking at here? Um
1: What do you mean? What well, uh,
0: well, I mean um is it the um or the
5: is it the Frank or the beans? Oh, I, I I I don't know. It looks like it, I think it's a little bit of both.
6: Break some veins! <laughs> Break some veins!
5: <laughs> What's that bacon. bubble there?
6: What do you think? It's
5: a. Well, how the hell did you get the beans above the Frank? I mean, you, I'm,
0: <laughs> I, what, I, I don't know. It wasn't like it was a well thought out plan.
7: You know, there uh, there really does seem to be an awful lot of skin
0: coming through there. So I I'm gonna find some back tea honey. Uh, no,
5: you know what? I don't need any, really. Oh, yeah.
4: Oh, Christ. All right, so we get the cop, by the way, who uh, who comes up here right now and is trying to find out what's going on. Now, the police officer that shows up here is Steve Sweeney. Steve Sweeney hasn't done a ton of things, but if you want to know the other Fairly Brothers movie he is in, he is the neighbor in Me, Myself, and Irene. Oh, shit, you're right. I know I am. Uh, <laughs> we <cocked. laughs> Got one page of notes and no, all of a sudden you're a fucking, continue box. Continue no, box. I'm, I'm looking at IMDb. I gotta be 100% <laughs> honest. I'm looking at IMDb. It's exactly what I'm doing. Um, mm. but I, I did recognize this guy and I didn't know where I knew him from. So I did look it up and I'm like, Oh fuck, he's the neighbor, the one that, uh, you know, that's sorry. I borrowed your, your paper. Hope you don't mind. Blah, blah. All right, so that's, uh, that's him right there. So there you go. That's the police officer. Let's hear a little more from the police officer until the, uh, until the uh, fireman comes in. What
2: the hell's going on here? Neighbors said they heard a lady scream. Uh, well, you're looking at him. Hey, you got to take a look at this thing.
3: Oh,
0: Jesus. Ain't it a beaut? What the hell were you thinking? How the hell did you get the zipper all the way to the top?
4: Well, let's just say the kids limber.
0: Ow! Ow! Christ! What the God! Somebody's
4: gonna have
3: to move that station wagon right from the front so I can get the truck in here. Lenny, come <laughs> here. Take a
4: look. All right, Lenny, the fireman, is actually named Lenny. That's Lenny Clark, the uh, the comedian. Been in a few movies here and there, but if you're if but he was also in Me, Myself and Irene. He was the barbershop owner. That was uh, treating Jim Carrey like shit, you know, go move the car, blah, blah, blah. So that's who he is. And you've seen he's done a lot of things. He's a good friend of Dennis Leary. He was in Rescue Me with Dennis Leary, and he's done a few more things since that. Um Mostly TV stuff, but he does pop up in a few movies here and there. Um, but Rescue Me, he was on, like, almost everything.
8: And I know it wasn't him, but you know who, like, when he first, when he first shows up, who he visually – who he facially reminded me of a little bit? Hmm. George Wynn. Norm. Oh,
4: a little bit. A little bit. But uh, then you hear the accent. Now, they are supposed to be in Rhode Island here, and this guy has the worst New York accent in the world. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't country enough, bumpkin enough.
8: Well, no. <laughs> Rhode,
4: Rhode Island is very thick. Boston accent, which none of these people seem to have, but most people there is, uh, alright, Legion of Dude, Dude's is kind of right. Lenny Clark does sort of hang on Leary's nuts. He's right. He's right. Lenny, you know, and anything that, uh, Dennis Leary does, he isn't far behind. You're right about that. Um, and yeah, he should. Uh, yeah, uh, he still does local stand up. He still uh, every now and then, he used to show up on uh, Howard Stern every now and then too. So, but uh, all right, let's play a little more of this because it gets more painful from here.
2: At what this numb nuts did?
6: Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> Mike, Eddie, get down here quick! Bring everybody! Bring a camera! You're not gonna believe this. We got a kid down here. What, what's your name? No, I.
5: No, there's only one thing to do here. You know what? I got an idea. I got an idea. Look, look. I can just... We don't have to do anything, because, look, I can just wear this over the front. Look,
0: I can go to the prom. We'll deal with it later. Relax.
6: You already laid the tracks. That's the hard part.
0: Now we're just going to back it up.
6: Teddy, be brave.
0: It's
3: just like pulling off a (laughs) band-aid. A one. And
5: a two. And a... we got a bleeder!
1: <laughs> keep the pressure on, <laughs> keep it on! Everybody get out of the way, please! Oh, oh, we got a bleeder!
0: Please move this is serious people! He was mad! Move out of the way! None of this ever happened to Woogie! Are you okay,
4: not Okay, he Two things. One, the 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 stepfather rubs it in. None of this would ever happen to Woogie. <laughs> Yes. And two, they, the, the, the stretcher that Ben Siller is on falls over. Um, that was not in the script at all. Not in the script. Uh, dropping the character wasn't scripted. It happened and they cut to make sure he was okay. And they thought it was so funny. They just left it in. So yeah, him. Falling wasn't planned, but so it was real, which means the reaction was real and uh they left it in.
8: And all I'll say is this as far as that scene, I don't give a fuck how much pain I'm in. I'll never be comfortable. With, I'll never be com- I'll never be in enough pain and let another grown ass man touch my nuts. Ever.
4: No. Let, let it bleed. Let it bleed. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I would have just been like, Give me some paper towels, let's fucking go to prom. I'll make it work. Let's do this. Fuck it. You got a diaper hanging around for any reason? I don't know. Any reason? I'll put that on. I don't give a shit. But yeah. So they do take him to the hospital and we kind of fade into older Ben Stiller, uh, from there. So kind of that whole 16 year old thing is over and we're, we're, we're an older Ben Stiller, you know, short hair, no braces. And we start off in the psychiatrist office. Because he's still hooked on this girl, and let's start off there. We can start off with old Ben Stiller here, and then we'll uh we'll start talking more here. Let's go Wait, uh,
5: school ended a couple of days later, and her father got transferred to Florida in July, so I worked all summer to pay off those debts and oh, i I never saw Mary again. That was what like, thirteen years ago no. I- Right. anyway i know it's not the type of thing you'd forget but i guess i just i kind of you know i must have blocked it out of my head or something because i was driving down the highway last week and i started thinking about mary and all of a sudden it was like i couldn't breathe i mean I, I i was i was i felt like i was gonna die so i pulled off the road and i just sort of stopped in this um i guess it was a rest area He's just kind of shaking.
6: You know, rest areas are homosexual hangouts.
3: Hmm?
6: Highway rest areas. They're the bathhouses of the 90s for many, 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 many gay men.
5: So what are what you... What are you saying? <laughs> Time, she's up.
4: All right. Um, I did play that part for a reason. The uh, <clears throat> rest area will... Come into play later in the movie. So I did want to play that part for that part right there. Um, a yeah, yeah, a little, a little foreshadowing. Um, now he goes to his buddy, Chris Elliott and his wife. He's at their house and his wife is very accommodating. Um, I guess you could say, I don't know. What's She's definitely this the, the The sub, the submissive, the submissive one in the relationship. Um, yeah. I mean, he's like, you know, go bake cookies. And she's like, no, 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 we don't have any. Oh, I'll go make some. I'll go make some. And she does. She goes and makes cookies for everyone. Um, but yeah, they're, and they're sitting there talking and they're talking and they, Ben Stiller and Chris Elliott bring up, of course, Mary. And this is where, um, Chris Elliott brings up, Matt Dillon, because Matt Dillon, uh, is a private investigator and goes to, uh, back and forth to Miami. And a lot of this movie is shot down there in Miami. Um, some of it in Fort Lauderdale, some of it in Pembroke Park. So we'll get into all that. The Florida boy will kind of take you through some of those, those scenes. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and play a little bit of this. Let's, uh, let's do it. Give me a sec. Make sure the mic is, uh, potted up. There we go. Oh, by the way, let us I forgot to preference this part. He's meeting with um, Matt Dillon for the first time after being recommended. And Matt Dillon is a creepy motherfucker in this movie. And uh, he just gets creepier throughout the movie. So here you go. Let's start this scene. So, Dom tells me you're
3: looking for some lady friend you knew back in school. Yeah. Yeah. That's cute. I don't buy it, but uh, it's cute. You're not buying what? I'm the kind of guy who likes to shoot from the hip. Mm. I want you to level with me. Come on. Let's talk. Did you knock this skirt up? Huh? No. She's blackmailing me?
4: No. All right, real quick. just, Just let everyone know, when he stands up, by the way, to walk around the room, his pants are completely unbuttoned, like wide open. And he stands there completely nonchalant and tucks in his pants, tucks in his shirt and buttons up his pants and zips them up like nothing even happened. You you, you didn't notice that, right, Anthony? Sure did. <laughs> how, how nonchalant is that? It almost reminds me of a uh, casino where <laughs> – Where where De Niro is like uh, you know the the guy shows up and he's like give me two minutes and he gets up and he puts his pants on yeah he's sitting at his desk in underwear (laughs) hey it's like when you when you're confident and you running shit you can do things like that just like yeah yeah. I mean kind of like I mean Shaheen does the show in his boxers all the time so yeah. I'm sure everyone wanted to know that. But uh anyway, let's play a little bit more of this scene. Like I said, some of these scenes are gonna be long. Bear with us. We're actually getting through this movie a lot faster than I thought we would,
5: so let's do it. Oh you want her dead, don't you? Dead? Were <laughs> you, you you're not serious, are you? You expect me to believe this is a straight stalker case? Come on. Hey, 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 I'm not a stalker. I'm not a
3: stalker, right? She's a friend of mine. Oh, sure she is. That explains why she's got an unlisted number. And you haven't heard squat from her in 13 years. Yeah, real jump. <laughs> what it? You're good, Ted. Real piece of work. You know, what What do you you know what? Forget it. Just forget the whole thing, all right? Okay, I'll do it. But if this chick turns up with a toe tag, I'm rolling over on you, big guy.
4: All right.
9: Hey, come the
4: There you go. So now they do go to Miami Beach. Uh, they're rolling cigars, that, that would be caiocho that's where they roll the cigars down there in Miami, you can literally just look through the window, and they're rolling cigars right there in the window.
8: Oh, before I forget, Box, let me ask you, mm-hmm. that scene we just had, now, obviously, Matt Dillon, as we, as Will establish as we go a little farther along, is very much a creepy motherfucker in this
4: movie. He's even got the pencil-thin mustache to prove it.
8: But he did kind of bring up an interesting point. Obviously, Ben Stiller's character is very, you know, innocent, unassuming. Right. But with all of the Me Too stuff, do you think that it kind of came across, it might come across from the outside looking in as a little stalkerish, that somebody you ain't seen in 13 years, granted, yeah, you had a crush or y'all might have had a little thing in high school, but after 13 years, you hire somebody to try to track her down because you have like these unresolved issues. Like, how did you take,
4: because he did bring up a good point with that. What do you think about that? It's a little stalkerish, I won't lie. There's a little stalker involved in it, but I don't know. There's a little stalker, and there's a little caring friend also um it goes stalker when he hides the fact that when he starts hiding stuff from her. Yeah. The other two go a little take it a step further than Ben Stiller, especially Tucker. We'll get into Tucker in a little while here. Uh, Tucker takes it really far, but um, I don't know. Yeah, definitely now this movie. Yeah, this would probably be a stalker movie now. Like yeah. you know, Dirty Dancing is basically a pedophile movie at this point.
8: I mean, I like it. I I think the movie holds up well, but I think a lot you know some people would find they would try to meet to the shit out of it, and they would you know they would break it down
4: and start implicating things that aren't really there. Eh. I don't know if it would go that far, but this, I mean, it's, this is, I don't know. Maybe the fact that they bring it up might, people might, you know, in the movie and kind of call them a stalker might deter other people from, if they just breezed by. And again, we're talking if this movie was done in 2018, if they breezed by it and didn't mention it, maybe it would get picked on. The fact that they did mention it, 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 it might slip through the cracks because they. They mentioned that it could be stalkerish, so oh, okay. Well, they brought up the the problem. Yes, even without mentioning it, though,
8: if you kind of like just look at the general plot of the movie, Mm -hmm. they didn't have they don't have to actually mention the word stalker. It's it's kind of like pretty much implied. That's the whole plot of the movie, essentially.
4: Right. Yeah. Exactly. There. Yeah. Exactly. And it's a bunch of guys doing it, which we come to find out later. All right. Let's do this. Um we keep going and uh this is where we get Jeffrey Tambor picks him up and he's kind of his is kind of his contact in Miami is uh what Jeffrey Tambor would be um but god I, I love watching him drive across the water i i miss the ocean so much anyway uh uh f- then we go now Matt Dillon remember he's down there to watch out for Mary so what he's doing is um He's sitting outside her apartment, and he's got a, uh, I believe they call this a parabolic mic, is what he has. I don't know why I know that. Uh But he's listening to Cameron Diaz and watching her, and again, she's in a see-through top here. Just, and you know what? I got to give something to Cameron Diaz. Uh, I mean, I would love to give something to Cameron Diaz, but look, that's neither here nor there. But um she didn't get the fake boobs and all that shit, man, you know?
8: Exactly. You know, um, Go ahead. Um, to kind of like tie a little bit of a, make a little bit of a wrestling tie in here, she reminds me of Stacey Keebler in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. She just, like I said, she used what, you know, she basically took her, she just knew how to accentuate her sexuality. Right. And that doesn't mean big fake boobs, ass injections, which are the dumbest thing I've ever heard of, you know, in my life. Just work with what God gave you, and that's what makes you beautiful.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I agree, man. And I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling up a recent picture of her to see. I kind of forget. Did she do a lot of shit to her face? I pray she, Cameron Diaz 2018, Image Oz. All right. She did a little bit to her lips. It looks like, but she didn't go overboard and pump them up. Uh, she still looks very good. She still looks very good in 2018. She didn't go. She looks like she's had a little work done, but not, uh, not overworked. And I
8: just want to make two observations. I just want to make two little quick statements here. Mm-hmm. This show will be extremely pervy tonight, and we don't apologize for that. And if you're in your 20s, I implore, you know, all of the young ladies out there that may come across this little bit of fatherly advice. What the fuck are you doing getting Botox injections, lip injections? Stop. Stop. Yeah. Yep. I like think, like see, like. In, in, all, in all seriousness, that stop that shit. Dudes still wanna fuck you you're in your prime fucking years. Dudes <laughs> wanna fuck you trust me, they're not checking for lip injections.
4: Yeah. There are <laughs> there are so many women who looked so much better before they started doing all the lip injections. Some women just ruined their face. And and I, I hate it. I hate it. Um but yeah, I agree, man. Fuck all that. The ass injection. Look, if you don't got it, go do some squats at the fucking gym. Trust me. It'll get there. But yeah, shit takes time. I, I, I mean, just, ugh. I don't like any of it. I mean, I'm all for fake boobs. By the way, I'm, f- I'm, I, I am, I am pro implant, but you don't have to go. All right. I'm getting implants. Give me triple, diple D's, please. No, seriously. Um, i w- I got to find a
8: video. Now, maybe I'll share it in the chat while we're going along here. Mm-hmm. But I saw a chick. Uh, It's a it's a video that went viral. This chick is literally uh, busting a, a bust. She's going like Gallagher on a watermelons. That's how big she's, her tits are. She's famous for this. Yeah, like literally. I'm like, Jesus Christ. If you tried to suck her titty, she wouldn't feel it for about three to five business days. It would take three to five business days for her to feel it.
4: Yeah, I believe, I, I believe she even got sued once by a guy at a strip club <laughs> for hitting him for she hit him with her titty. Um but yeah, she crushes cans and all kinds of things. She has the record for crushing a certain amount of I think cans with her 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 right titty. But I don't know, man. Yeah, I've I've seen her before. But um I believe the woman with the largest boobs in the world is named B Shine. B E S H I N E. So if you want to check out B Shine, um, go ahead. You're welcome to post a picture or two in the chat room, Anthony, while I'm bullshitting here. Uh but like um, Talks, but is there a such thing as too big? Even yeah. for THC? I yeah, there is. I mean, those <laughs> would be fun for like five minutes and then I'd be like, alright, I'm ready to go home. That's that's a fuck that's a workout. like Whoa. Yeah. Ooh,
8: okay, I'm done. Okay, I can't I don't even have a strength to the fuck you. <laughs> yeah. you yeah. not you not you stroke and you get knocked out uh about four or five strokes in.
4: Uh uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're 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 just done at some point. But um all right, so let's go back to it now. we and we're looking at uh Cameron Diaz's fine little and uh she doesn't wear a bra very much and you can tell. But uh they show her at a little golf range, it's called Aqua Golf. Um this golf course is a real golf course. It is in Pembroke Park, and it actually is called Aqua Golf. And it's actually a pretty cool place. I've driven by it a few times. Not much of a golfer, Buck? No, I'm not much of a golfer at all, but I've driven by this place a few times. It's really nice. I've done, you know, some – I've just played bullshit here and there. I'm better at doing, like, the driving ranges than I am going on a course because once you're on a course, you can drink. (laughs) And by like whole nine, I'm like lit. So that matter. Box, yeah. Yeah. you just say lit. Oh, I'm not that kind of lit.
8: I'm about drunk, to say this is like
4: drunk lit, not uh, not Trump lit. Um. This is this is officially the greatest episode ever. Fox, man, is lit. Yeah. <laughs> I use lit for drunk, not like um, most people do. I don't know, man. I've And that, I've said that for years, like before it got like everybody popular. But anyway, uh, yeah, it shows her the Aqua Golf. He also follows her to a, um, <clears throat> uh, I believe they're, they were called checkers in Florida. I believe they're called rallies everywhere else. Do you guys have uh-huh. rallies up there?
8: Yeah, believe it or not, we actually had both. Depending on which area you're filling in, All There are right. checkers here, but you will come across a rally rallies here and there,
4: and they're the exact same. But yeah, this is a checkers, uh, which oof, I miss checkers. Yeah, uh,
8: a lot of people, you know, give checkers shit, but I think their fries are underrated. Oh yeah, they
4: they had the seasoned fries, almost like Arby's. Yeah, they, they fries just weren't are curly. Crazy. Yeah, they just weren't curly. But uh, yeah, he's following her around everywhere. Matt Dillon is. <clears throat> and uh you know she seems to be the like perfect girl and she does kind of seem to be the perfect girl you know she's kind of walking around doing everything she wants to do traveling around Miami she's a uh, orthopedic yeah. surgeon yeah she's got a job yeah she's she's a great sugar mama <laughs> so she doesn't want to be a sugar mama and she, you know she works with mentally mentally challenged people including her brother and kids and she's great with them and uh it's cool. It's cool, you know. She's really good with uh, all the, you know, mentally challenged ki- people and everything. She does seem like the perfect girl, you know. Yes. And um, uh, would you ahead. say Cameron Diaz's
8: role in this movie did a lot to dispel like, that myth that the beautiful person is like mm-hmm. self indulgent and they're into their self and they, and unless you're a fellow beautiful person, they don't give a fuck about you. 'Cause it seemed like she's like one of those unassuming people. Like she really doesn't know how high she really is. And she's just kinda like living her her best life, as the
4: kids like to say today. See, I don't know that one. See, I I don't even know that one. But uh yeah, I mean I guess so. I don't know if anyone took it that deep back in nineteen ninety eight. Um, you know. Ninety eight people were still just like, Oh, it's a movie. Cool. Really? That's how they were. So yeah, That's how I
8: was, I mean, but you know.
4: Yeah, yeah, but I mean, unfortunately, nowadays everyone does pick everything apart. So yeah, probably at this point they'd be like, she's such an empowered woman in this movie. It's so wonderful to see. Look at the empowerment. She don't need no man. Listen, in a few minutes she even says she just, she, I'll, I've got a vibrator. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And you know what? That is the next scene, actually. The next scene I want to play is that scene where she goes from helping out everybody to just sitting and bullshitting with her friends. And Matt Dillon, again, still has that mic with him, and he's kind of listening to their conversation. And the conversation is pretty fucking funny between these girls. This is uh where Sarah Silverman and Candy Alexander are and the other girl who I don't know. Should, am, am, I, am I supposed to know who she is? Because I don't. I know. Uh, I don't know her either. Seems like she has nice tits, though. Okay, okay. Uh, That Hey, that's a plus. That's a plus. But uh, let's go ahead and play this part before we get too sexist. Wow. Listen to this one.
7: Seeking sensitive wasp doctor to share candela dinners, long walks in Coconut Grove, marriage. Are you (laughs) looking for a corpse. You have to be specific when you write this. You have to say seeking deaf mute with, you know three-pound cock and trust fund. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when a guy can play 36 holes and still have enough energy to take me and Warren to a ball game and eat hot dogs, I'm talking sausage hot dogs, beer, not light beer, but beer. That's my ad, print it up. Hmm, fatty who likes beer and golf. Jeez, Mary, where are you going to find a gem like that? <laughs> okay, well, here's the catch. He has to be self-employed. Like a drug dealer? No, <laughs> so I was thinking along the lines maybe of somebody like <laughs> an architect or something.
4: Well, it is Miami. But, uh, I mean, I want somebody
7: with freedom in their job, listen, you know?
4: It is Miami. When you hear self-employed in Miami, the first thing that comes to mind is drug dealer. I got to, I mean, come on. It's Miami, dude. Hey, Box. How, how disappointed are you that you couldn't have met Cameron
8: Diaz back in '98? She likes beer not the light shit but real beer you would have been all over that, wouldn't you?
4: Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I would have had to obviously stop drinking Coors Light and go to something else, but I I could have made that sacrifice. could have Could have made that sacrifice. Um I don't know, but I I mean, my girl now might not drink but she'll buy me beer anytime I ask her to, so Matter of fact, she'll buy me beer. I'll be like, look, I'm not going to drink tonight. She'll be like, I got you beer. I'm like, oh, you fuck oh. it. Are you trying to kill me? Got him well trained.
8: Like, uh, Chris Elliott had his in this one.
4: Uh, good name, box. <laughs> I, don't, I don't ever train as good as Chris Elliott does. And we'll get that. We'll get to that in a little bit too. Uh, yeah. but, uh, let's play a little more of this because again, she, it, uh, this is a great scene and this scene explains everything she's looking for in a guy, obviously. But it's also, also we're going to see what Matt Dillon does with this information, which, again, I, there were so many scenes that were so, like, pivotal to the movie, it was hard to cut them down. So, but we're already on number eight of uh, 18, so we're doing all right. Here we go. Let's, Let's roll this, roll a little more of this. Do you have something before I go? No,
7: no. where right, here we go. so you can do it anywhere and just leave it a drop of a hat. And where would you and your beer-bellied architect be going to? Mm, Super Bowl? Yeah, that's good. I don't know, maybe a few months in Nepal. Mm. Mm-hmm. And you probably dumped the poor guy halfway to Kathmandu. What's that supposed to mean? It means you change your mind too much. No, I don't. Oh come off it, Mary. Remember
2: that gorgeous corn-fed white boy, honey, that you just dumped like yesterday's garbage. What was his name? Pac-Man.
7: Okay. We had fun for a while. Mary, cut the crap. What really happened with Brett? Yeah, Brett seemed so sweet. You know what Tucker said Brett told him? He said that if Warren wasn't in my life, that he would have popped a question a long time ago. Oh, shut up. To hell with Brett. I've got a vibrator. <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right. So that was Matt Dillon chuckling because he heard that little comment. Um, God, he's such a perv in this movie. <laughs> like really, really pervy. Yeah. Uncomfortably um, pervy. I mean. Ugh. Yeah, and I mean Mary in this movie is just the. She is the perfect girl. She's helping everyone. You know, she's just like super nice. But Matt Dillon again is doing everything he can to, he's watching her, watching her. And again, Cameron Diaz right here, panties and a bra. No problems. Uh, but Matt Dillon here breaks out the, um, the super binoculars. <laughs> he, cause he's trying to see her tits and he breaks out the super binoculars. And they're so zoomed in, he ends up That's getting awesome. a shot of the wrinkled old lady's tits. And I got to tell you something, dude. There's old ladies in Florida that have skin just like this woman. Tons of them. Uh, but yeah. again, Cameron Diaz, see-through top and fucking looking great, man. But there's a That's lot true. of women that look like this in Florida, unfortunately. Yes, but Wow. Yeah. So, I mean,
8: honestly, you know what? This the only thing this movie was missing for me.
4: Mm-hmm. Al Pacino
8: on oh, great ass because my God, Cameron Diaz. I mean, if there's a such thing as a perfect ass, <laughs> it got to be Cameron Diaz in this flick. I'm eh, sorry,
4: little small, but not bad. For, I mean, for '98, wasn't bad. You know, yeah. asses have obviously evolved somehow over yeah, the. Over but 90,
8: the, I'm uh, talking like '98, '99. It, it fit the times. It's one of the uh, better ones.
4: Yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. <laughs> but, uh, Matt Dillon, obviously you could see at the end of that little scene right there where his face kind of was like, wow. And he kind of, uh, he got the idea. So now he goes back and he's got, uh, he's got good news for Ben Stiller. He found his woman, but this is what he tells him instead of how great we've been boasting Mary is. This is what we get to hear.
3: Coming up, got some excellent news for you, my friend. Oh yeah, excellent. I think your life's about to change. Really?
5: So, so you found her? Oh yeah. You were right, man. She really is something else. Oh my (laughs) God. Really? So, so she hasn't, she hasn't changed at all, huh? Well, that I couldn't say. Let me ask you something.
3: Was Mary a little big boned back in high school? Big bone?
5: No, no, not at all. No. Well, I guess she packed on
3: a few pounds over the years. Oh yeah, so she's a little, she's a little chubby. Well, I'd say about a deuce, deuce and a half. Not <laughs> bad. Oh,
5: why? A deuce and a
3: half? Huh? You know, you shit out a bunch of kids, and you're bound to put on a few pounds.
5: Oh, so she's um, she's married?
3: No, no, she's never been. That's the good news. Huh? Yeah. Four kids three different guys, but no rock. Hyperactive little fuckers too. Tough to keep up with in a wheelchair, I bet. She's in a wheelchair? Mary's in a wheelchair? I thought that was part of your kick. Uh, Excuse me, I ordered a whiskey sour. Are you sure it's the same
5: Mary? Are you sure you have the right person?
3: Oh yeah, it's Mary, all right. The brother Warren. Hey, don't look so shocked, Ted. It's been a long time. I bet you've changed a lot over the last 13 years, haven't you? What, do you think your shit don't stink? No, I don't think... I I mean, yes, it does. Okay, <laughs> I got all the information you need. I got it off of Bucky. Nice guy. You really should look her up, Ted. I mean, she's a real spark plug, this one. Well, thank
5: you. Thanks, Healy. Good Good work.
3: Uh, Ted, don't you want the name of the housing project? What? One nine,
4: See all right, so this dipshit... Goes back and fucking tells him a shitload of lies, uh, about Mary. Um, obviously a shitload of lies about Mary. And looks like my kids were playing with my mixer a little bit. I didn't realize my gain was that high up. I should sound a little better now. All right. There we go. And, um, yeah. And, but he's looking at, you know, pictures of her when she was young and remembering that Mary Ben Stiller is. And the good guy Ben Stiller is in this movie. You see, good guy, good girl. See where we're going here, people? You see the connection we're going with here? I think we do. I think we see it. And, you know, he's, he's the good guy. So finally he decides he wants to look her up anyway. Um, so he goes over. And again, we hear a little song. Let's play a little bit of. Here we go. Here we go.
2: Do love is not nice, no, no.
4: There you go. A little music for you there. A little little musical interlude, if you will. Um, he does go and this is another scene I wasn't planning, on, but what the hell? He goes yeah. to see Matt Dillon. You oh, go ahead, Anthony. I was going to say, "Fuck it." I mean, we're actually moving along at a nice pace. I'm trying, man. Like I said, I drank that Red Bull, so uh things are moving along kind of quick. I'm probably talking really fast. Sorry if I am.
9: <laughs>
4: I should drink Red Bull and fucking start to be an auctioneer. That'd be nice. That'd be fun. I'd like to do that. All right. Anyway, I, he... for it too. I could only
8: yeah box they sell shit. That's a good gimmick. Should think about that.
4: There we go. Police auctions, those fire auctions and stuff. Ah, yeah. Be like Don West. Yeah. I got Pokemon cards for you. Let me show you the Pokemon cards I got for you, people.
8: <laughs> Real quick, box, do you know if they still do those police auctions, or are, they, or are they a thing of the past?
4: I think they still do them for cars, but I don't know. Um, I have no clue if they still do them or not. I would assume they do, but I don't know where or how to get in. I don't know. I have no clue about them. I know you can get, like, old police cars. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if they still do those things or not, but it'd be cool. That'd be cool. Be okay. Interesting to find out if, you, <laughs> if of a car was actually committed, like, you some. know, like a body in the trunk. Oh yeah. That'd be great. They, I would yeah. you would figure they sweep them for bodies before they uh, put them for auction. <laughs> I don't know. could be like uh dirty work where, you know, Norm McDonald hit a bunch of dead hookers in your car.
8: Yeah. Just think about it. No, no matter how
4: much detail you do to that car, it's still going to be kind of, like,
8: creepy as fuck to think that there was a, a dead body in this car at one point. I don't care a fuck how much detail
4: they do to it. Yeah, but I don't know if there's the same full... Dis- like, I know if you buy a house, they have to, like, full disclose everything. I don't know if that's the case if it comes to cars. I don't know if you have to give full disclosure like that. I mean, you would think, though, like... What if it has like speed
8: tickets on it or it was like, like hit and run? I mean, like- well, but
4: that, that kind of shit, the cops can run. I mean, they can get the, uh, VIN number and run the VIN number. And obviously if the VIN doesn't match, they'll know that shit. But
9: I, I,
4: I just don't know if they have to tell you like, all right, this car here had a, you know, dead body in the trunk, but the body was wrapped in plastic. <laughs> all right. So it's okay. I don't know if they have to do that. At those auctions. I have no clue. But, I don't know. I think we just got way fucking off track. See, we were at a good pace. See what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um, anyway, let's go back to the part. He, uh, he goes to see Matt Dillon's character in this movie. I completely forget his character's name. But he goes to see Matt Dillon, the private investigator. And Matt Dillon is getting the fuck out of town. So, here we go. Let's have some fun.
5: How are you going? Huh? Oh, I resigned.
9: Good luck in Miami, Pat.
5: Miami? What? What are you doing in Miami? Uh, I took a uh, job offer.
3: <clears throat> With who? With, uh, Ray <laughs> Isn't that the San Francisco treat? It was.
5: <laughs> They're
3: changing their image.
5: Now listen, I, I've been thinking about what you said. Good, good. And uh, I still want to look her up. Who? Roller pig? Are you nuts? I thought you said she was a, a, a real spark plug. Hmm? No, no, I said butt plug.
3: She's
4: heinous. All right. So he's heading down to Miami himself. Uh, Matt Dillon's still talking to him, but the rest of this is just kind of bullshit. You know, oh, blah, 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 I want to get in touch, I want to get in touch with her. Anyway, Matt Dillon heads down to Miami with a lot of information about the kind of guy that Cameron Diaz is looking for. Uh, Ben Stiller, though, does decide, fuck it, he's going down there after a little talk with his buddy Chris Elliott, uh, Mr. Unfunny. And once again, we get a little scene with, uh... Cameron Diaz at the Aqua Golf. Again, this Aqua Golf in Pembroke Park, Florida. Um, <clears throat> and Matt Dillon is there. And again, remember he has information that not many, she has no clue he has and no one else has on what she's looking for in a man. So Anthony, we're going to play this scene too. This is the first time he kind of starts seeing Mary. And uh, talk store.
3: Okay. Nice swing. Christ, hit a house. <laughs> I haven't swung wrenches in a while. You might give me some pointers here?
7: Yeah, sure. Don't talk in someone's back swing.
3: Oh, thanks. I'm gonna go get a soda. You want one? No, thanks. Oh, uh, look, I'm sorry to bother you again, but, uh... You got change of a dollar?
7: No.
3: All I got are these damn Nepalese coins.
7: You've been to Nepal?
3: Hmm. Oh, uh, not, not in months. I don't even know why I bought the damn place.
7: Nice meeting
4: you again. I'm going to pause there real quick. Uh, But see, right there, he starts off with the knowledge he has and starts out with the Nepal gimmick. And obviously, that was one place she wanted to go. And he's really creeping on her at this point, uh, it even goes a little further, and I'll keep going to show you that.
3: too again.
7: So, what's your name? Pat Healy. Want to know mine?
3: I already know it, Mary. How'd you know that? Cause it's right there in your golf bag. <laughs> Are this blueprints? Oh, these? They're just some uh, projects I'm working on. Museum. Hospital for kids.
7: Really? Are you an architect?
3: Until I get my uh, PGA tour card.
7: <laughs> no, I mean, are, are they um, putting up some sort of a, a new museum in town, or is it...
3: i have to tell you the truth. I'm sort of burnt out on talking about
4: it.
7: Oh, I'm sorry.
4: It's... All right. Quick pause, because this is going to be a long scene, too. Um, you see, now, the architect thing, another thing where uh, she said self-employed. Remember that? And she also said he kind of had to be able to just be able to pick up and go anywhere at the drop of a hat. Again, this guy is armed with information. Um Makes it pretty easy to pick up a woman when you know exactly what she's looking for.
9: Yeah, it's like,
8: it, it's different than, you know,
4: what God did back then, still do now, but
8: it's just like, an I don't know, it's just an extra layer of creepy. The way he kind of like, it's just the way he, his face his facial expressions.
4: Oh yeah, just, and he's. It, it just throws yeah. you off. Yeah, and even when he kind of was like, you know, he sort of came off like a real dick when he's like, you know, he knew her name and he's like, it's right there on your bag. You know, it's like he almost was like, it's right there on your fucking bag, you fucking stupid cunt. <laughs> you know, that's kind of what he almost wanted to say If you listen to what he, you know eh, Just the way it came off B- But uh, he does keep going here And let's keep going while he keeps going
3: Just a job, really, you know Something to keep me moving My real passion is my hobby
7: Really? What's that?
3: I work with retards <laughs>
7: <laughs> Isn't that a little politically um, incorrect?
3: <laughs> oh. For- nice hell with that no one's gonna tell me who i can and can't work with right no i mean we got this one kid mongo he's got a forehead like a drive-in movie theater but he's a good (laughs) shit so we don't bust his chops too much so one day mongo gets out of his cage they keep him in a cage well it's it's just an enclosure no but they keep him confined
7: right yeah that's bullshit well that's what i
3: said so I went out and I got him. A, I got him a leash. A leash. Yeah, one of those ones you can hook onto the clothesline, and he can run back and forth. And uh, there's plenty of room for him to to dig and uh, play. That kid is really. Uh, he's really blossomed, you know. Now I can uh, take him to movies, baseball games, you know, fun stuff.
7: Yeah. Sounds cool.
3: Oh, yeah, it's cool for them, but for me, it's much more than that. For me, it's it's heaven, you know? Those goofy bastards are just about the best thing I've got going in this crazy world.
1: Hey, dipshit, be careful with
4: that. All right. There we go. And uh, Ben Stiller is helping his boss's brother, who's an asshole, move. And um, while well, that's all going on, but Matt Dillon did one thing you should never do when you're Kind of lying and that's talk. Say as little as possible because what happens is this. You get into a stupid story that, uh, you really have, you have to keep bullshitting your way out of. Uh, but anyway, uh, the reason I mentioned uh, Ben Siller was helping his boss's brother move. Is because his boss's brother is in a wheelchair and he's having to move everything and he ends up at the chiropractor, which is a friend of his. Oh, excuse me. Um and the chiropractor is what's that his name is Will, isn't it? <clears throat> if I'm correct, am I wrong? Am I right? Hold on. No, not Harlan Williams. It's not who I'm thinking of. Do you know who this guy is, Anthony? Um uh... I don't know how he he's billed in the movie. His face looks familiar, but I can't. It's killing me right now. I I know his name, and he's been in a ton of shit. Uh, he actually was. You know what? I know exactly how to find out who he is because he played a character in NYPD Blue. <laughs> he played. he have been Hank. waiting all.
8: You've been waiting the whole
4: show. Over no, our end of our, no Candy the Alexander was my uh, NYPD Blue tie-in, but I'm looking at this guy and I'm like, holy shit. This is Henry from NYPD Blue during the Bobby years. He was a tenant of Bobby, of uh, the, the building, Jimmy Smith's, the building he owned. So let me see here. NYPD Blue, Henry, Ca- Henry Caulfield. I think that was him right there. And da-da-da-da-da. can't find his name. This song. and he was in another TV show. You know what he was in? I think Will and Grace. Maybe that's where I know him from because I did. You
8: know, Will and Grace, I did watch that a little bit. Fun, bad show. You did? Yeah,
4: yeah. I think he was in that, but I, I I just don't know how he's billed in the movie. Let's see if he says his name anywhere in the movie, and then we can uh, try to find out who the hell this guy is because. It's irking me at this point that I can't figure out what his name is. Here we go. Let's see if he says his name.
3: Oh. Tender, fascial tissue,
0: left of L7. Hey, Bob. Remember Mary? Oh, yeah. I remember Mary. Hey, you know, I saw her a couple Bob. months ago Did at a convention in Las Vegas.
4: He just said his name. I think Might he said... I missed it. Hold on. Sir, Mary. Hey, Bob. Bob. Let's look. Bob. For, let's look for Bob, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on it, Chief. Bob. I'm on it. Bob. Bob. Not that Bob. He's not credited in this fucking movie, this guy. He's not credited in this movie, which is why I can't find him. And I'm trying to think of another movie he's been in, and I can't think of it. But like I said, I know he was Henry in NYPD Blue. So what I need to do, you know what I can do? I know what I can. If I just go to season five of NYPD Blue and IMDb... Was he in like a – let me see here. So he was definitely in a NYPD Blue. 100%. And I, his name was Henry. I, don't know, Henry. I don't know if that was his last name, but give me a second here. Let me go down to the uh, episode guide, and I'll go to season five because I know he was in season five because that was where Bobby took over that apartment. And then Control-F. Sorry, folks, but I'm hey, hey, really – Not happy that I can't find this guy. I gotta figure out an episode he was. This is this this is shocking. (laughs) The NYPD blue reference has failed you for the first ever. Here he is. All right, he's in this episode. I see him. I see him in this episode. So here we go. Now we're gonna roll it down. I finally found one episode he's in. Here we go. Let me go here. Henry Caulfield. Willie Garrison is his name garson willie garson there we go folks sorry for that
5: huge
4: delay but he was in sex dick, dick. sex in the city is the show i was thinking yes of. he's in yes. hawaii 50 he's in white collar he's been in tons of fucking shows but yes he was in a, t- a bunch of nypd blue episodes too um yeah, and that's his chiropractor in this movie that we just spent all that time looking for. That is his name. Um Yeah, Willie Garson, son of a bitch. Willie Garson, you bastard. He took us that long to find you. But there we go. That's who he is. That is who the chiropractor is. And the chiropractor is actually kind of an important scene because he tells Ben Stiller a little something about Mary. Get it? And he doesn't know? Something about fuck. Anyway, here we go.
0: Remember Mary? Oh yeah. I remember Mary. Hey, you know, I saw her a couple months ago at a convention in Las Vegas. I could just see her at a convention. You know, I'm a chiropractor, she's an orthopedic surgeon.
5: She's a what? She's an orthopedic surgeon. And oof,
0: she's still a fox. What if the families don't want a class action? Oh god, that's what I've been trying to explain to you people for the last hour. Okay. All right. So basically, right, we'll go over oh, it again.
4: So basically what happens is he finds out Mary is an orthopedic surgeon and still hot or excuse me, a fox. How's that? Yes. <laughs> still a fox. And so he finds out that, um, Matt Dillon lied to him, but he thinks Matt Dillon was down there closing the Rice deal. deal. <laughs> Fucking, that's, that's hilarious in its own right, right there, man. Um, <clears throat> but he runs and goes sees Chris Elliott and he decides, fuck it. I am going to Miami. And he does. So that's what he decides to do. He decides to go ahead and just run down to Miami. Um, now in the meantime, um, uh, Matt, uh, Pat or Pat Healy. I forgot. That's his name. Matt Dillon, um, Goes over, and remember, he's got a microphone outside of Cameron Diaz's house, Mary's house. And her and her friend are talking about the dog and how the dog likes people and doesn't like anyone that he can't. You know, if he doesn't like a guy, then he's not worth keeping. So he's up there throwing fucking, like, volume to the dog. before he goes up there because he's got a date with mary and the dog is so calm um that it really loves him it's just lying in his arms and they're like oh my god that's amazing but the dog actually i wasn't gonna play because it's so visual but god damn it we might have to play this part the dog actually dies on him here we go screw it it's your birthday anthony Yes, but
3: not the dog, though. The dog. All right, let's do it. It's you. (laughs) You got me pegged. The big dog. You know, in Nepal, the villagers there called me Kintanti, which means noble man who is loved by many animals, who in kind he loveth too. Would you like a cup of tea or something? I'd love a brewski if you got one.
7: We can do that. Hey, Magda, why don't you help me in the kitchen? Oh, mm-hmm. oh yeah, oh yeah, certainly, of course.
3: Kinbenti. <laughs> buffer doesn't like bad guys, does he? <laughs> buffer, buffer, buffer. Come on, boy.
7: Would you like a little clam dip, doll?
3: Uh, uh no, thank you. I- I'd love a bunt cake if you have one. <laughs> <A> Bun cake? <laughs>
9: All
4: right. And at this point, he's giving the dog CPR. I kind of put it on the background a little bit. He's giving the dog CPR.
7: Buy Wiser or a Heine.
3: Uh, yeah, uh, whatever. Come on, buffer. stay away from the light.
4: Stay okay, away from the light. She's looking at a light beer, and obviously, he's talking to the dog. Uh, he pulls the lamp, sh- the, the, the the electric cord off of the lamp, and he starts literally giving the dog like a defibrillator. Um. <clears throat> and like psh, electric shocks, it's fucking hilarious. And at one point, he leaves them on him, and the dog catches on fire. But That's what wakes him up. To, and finally, he, he finally he finds a find a vase of flowers. He dumps the water on the dog. The dog wakes up, and he's got the dog wrapped in a blanket when they come out. And this is the reaction.
2: Oh my god
0: he has got him wrapped up like a baby he was, he was chilly
4: <laughs> so he tells her the dog was chilly <clears throat> and that's it but uh from here again cameron diaz not you can completely tell she has on no bra in, the, in these scenes especially this one with this little gray top on where she's going out with matt dillon completely braless 100 percent. but she takes him to an a museum that's kind of doing an art show and her friend tucker is there and tucker is kind of a british guy and just kind of a has a broken back and he's got crutches and we'll tell you all about tucker as we go through the movie but they go in and remember Matt Dillon is supposed to be this cultured kind of guy, architect, which when you're an architect, you would know art, too. Correct? Of course. Well, the first three letters are art, A-R-T, aren't they? Maybe yes. not. I don't know. But um, here we go. Let's go ahead and roll the scene where Cameron Diaz is asking him all kinds of questions, and then they go meet Tucker.
7: Deco, or is it Art Nouveau?
4: Uh, Deco.
7: Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. Is this okay. (laughs) Is this a vestibule or is it a portico? What is the difference between the two? Uh, When you're looking
3: at architecture, try to visualize the buildings as a whole. You know? Uh, Try to see them in their natural state. In their totalitarianism, so to speak. Stone crab time. Let's go to Joe's, huh?
7: Hey, Tucker! <laughs> Mary! How are you? Good. I'm glad we saw you. Oh. Oh, come on, like you mean it. <laughs> Tucker, this is my friend Pat Healy. Oh, well, it's a pleasure to meet you, Patrick. Same here. Pat mm. is an architect as well. Oh, really?
3: Oh, Where are your offices? Uh, mainly, I work out of Boston. Boston, huh? Did you get your degree up there? You bet. Really? Where did you study? Harvard. Then you must have studied under Kim Green. Well, among others.
7: You know, Pat, um, does projects all over the world. Really? Oh, where would I have seen your work?
3: Well, have you been to, uh, well, let me see, uh, Santiago, Chile? Twice last year. Uh, which building's yours? Are you familiar with the Sankar Stadium? Did you build the Estadio Olimpico? No, just down the street, the Celinto Catallente uh, Towers. It's quite a fine example, in fact. I recommend that next time you're up that way, that you uh, drop in and uh, take a gander's at it yourself.
4: <laughs> All right. So, Tucker obviously knows he's full of shit. Um, obviously he is, but that's not the only thing we find out in that scene. We, <coughs> we kind of realize Tucker's a little full of shit too. Um, but we don't find out how, how full of shit he is until later in the thing, in the movie. Um, now remember Ben Stiller is driving down to Miami, right, Anthony? Yes. <laughs> and who does he run into? A hitchhiker. And the hitchhiker, of course, Harlan Williams. Yeah. Harlan Williams is so underrated. I really don't know why this guy doesn't get more movie roles. If he doesn't want them, if he doesn't try out for them, I don't know. But he's fucking hilarious. Now, if, who, who who is Harlan Williams? If you've ever seen Half-Baked, he's in Half-Baked. He's Kenny, the guy in jail who they're doing everything for. Um, he's also the police officer in Dumb and Dumber. We talked about him there. He's a brilliant comic. He actually goes on stage with no material and just uses the audience the whole night. And I'm dating myself with this one. But uh you ever see a movie called uh, Down Periscope or Rocket Man? Oh, Down Periscope's one of my favorites, dude. I love <laughs> Down Periscope and he's in there, he's radar. Yeah, he's in another one of my favorite flicks, um whole nine yards. There's yes. Yes, he's in that movie too. You're right. Uh, superstar. Yeah, he, yeah. And he's a voice in my little one loves the movie Meet the Robinsons and Harlan Williams is one of the voices in there. And I always, he's got a pretty big, big, big part in that movie. And I can just hear his voice when I, the kids are playing the movie in the car. And I'm like, oh, fucking Harlan Williams, man. And it just makes me think of him because he's really, in my opinion, one of the, like, really underrated. But he's a brilliant comic. So, I don't know, maybe he just doesn't need the roles or just does what he does when he wants to. Good for him, either way. Um, But I want to play a little bit of the scene where he picks him up because Harlan Williams in this movie is fucking nuts. <laughs> we fantastic <laughs> But this also brings us to the rest stop scene, which I said I was going to get to later in the movie. And here we go. And by the way, this is a long one. I'll pause in between.
5: Hey, thanks for picking me up, man. Yeah, no problem. I've been driving for like 15 hours straight, so I could use the company.
6: Yeah, I know what you mean. I've been standing in the same spot for five and a half hours. You know, they made it illegal to hitchhike in this state. Really? No, that that must make it really tough. So, uh, what's going on with you? You a salesman, or...? Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm nothing. I am. Yeah? Uh, I'm a salesman. I'm going to start my own company. Really? You want in? Uh,
5: I nah i'm not i'm not i don't really have any you know money or
6: you heard of this thing the eight minute abs yeah sure eight minute abs yeah the uh exercise video Uh yeah well this is gonna blow that right out of the water listen to this seven minute abs right yes I, okay, all right, I see where you're going. Think about it, you walk into a video store, you see eight minute abs sitting there, there's right. seven minute abs right beside it. Which one are right. you gonna pick, man? Um, I would go for the seven, yeah. I'd go for Bingo, that. man, seven. bingo, seven minute abs. And we right. guarantee just to good a workout as the eight minute folk. You guarantee it? That's, how do, you, how do you do that? If you're not happy with the first seven minutes, we're gonna send you the extra minute free see that's it that's our motto that's where we're coming from that's from a to b
5: that's right that's that's good that's good unless of course somebody comes up with a uh, six minute abs then you're in trouble huh
6: no 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 not six i said seven Nobody's coming up with six. Who works out in six minutes? You won't even get your heart going Not even a mouse right. on a wheel. Good point. Seven's yeah. the key number here. Think about it. Right. Seven. eleven's? Yeah. Seven dwarfs? Seven, man, that's the number. Seven chipmunks twirling on a branch, eating lots of sunflowers on my uncle's ranch. You know that old children's tale from the sea? It's like...
4: All right, quick pause right here. Um... I want to mention something real fast here reading through the uh trivia while we were doing that scene here uh the Farrelly's said that Harlan Williams was quote unquote impossible to direct according to Bobby Farrelly whatever you write he's going to do it his own way well that might all right now I might understand why he doesn't do so many things um but It works. I believe that again, he's a guy who comes on stage with no material and works the audience the whole time. You know, when he does his stand up comic live, his stand up comedy live, excuse me. Um, but I would assume that means a lot of this shit he was saying was just him, you know? Um, now the whole time he's carrying a bag with him in the car, um, we find out in a little bit, I'll foreshadow a little bit or tell you what's going on. We found out in a little bit that it's actually a body. Now, believe it or not, it's Cameron Diaz who's actually in the bag. <laughs> she actually admitted on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno that it was her in the bag. So, all right. Let's go ahead and play a little more of this fucking clip.
6: You're dreaming about gorgonzola cheese when it's clearly brie time, baby. Step into my office. Why? Because you're fucking fired. (laughs) Yeah, you know what? I got to pee. I'm just going to pull over. Your car seats are making me itchy, man. These made out of cactus. Only waiting seven minutes total.
4: All right, now Ben Stiller goes to pee here, and I'm going to kind of play it as he goes to pee. He falls down, and as he gets up, here's what happens.
6: Oh, Hey, wait your turn. Hey, I
5: didn't get <laughs> Whoa. I,
6: that's what I was doing. I was just peeing. I was being too. Yeah, I'm sure you're we all just
4: pissed. Let's go. Let's move out. It gets raided. I remember, the psychiatrist said that rest stops were basically bathhouses for homosexuals. And they get raided. And Harlan Williams slips away here. Um, just sees everyone getting busted, gets out of the fucking car, and this is where you really see that he's kinda and then throws it back in and goes. So Harlan Williams gets away and uh, this is where we see how submissive, uh, Chris Elliott's wife really is. He's watching cops and he sees Ben Stiller, Ted, and his wife looks up because she's blowing him. (laughs) Good man. (laughs) That's a good man right there. Good job. Good woman too. (laughs) And he sees Ted. Now, not that cops was ever live really, but. He sees Ted, and um, you know, basically, you know, Ted's be sitting there in jail, and uh, Matt Dillon and Cameron Diaz are out having a good time. You yes. know, that's basically the 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 gist of the parts right here. But <laughs> Chris Elliott was the, his part. I'll give gotta give credit where it's due. It's like Chris Elliott uh
8: foreshadowed a trademark a THT movie review here background noise. He was using cops as background noise.
4: There you go. A little background noise. A little, little, little something in the background there. Um But what we've come to find out is that when they search Ben Stiller's car they find a body. Um The cops think it's him. And he doesn't know that. We do. And one of the detectives here, the one that's uh, all worked up is actually the the guy that was in Three O'Clock High that I was talking about a little while ago. Um, so here you go. Let's go ahead and roll this scene.
6: Man, they never look like you'd expect, do they? That's probably how he got his victim to drop his guard. Where'd they find the body? In a big red bag on the front passenger seat. All hacked up. Gruesome.
1: Real
5: psycho, this one. Hey, you're a little worked up. Let me do the talking. I'm Detective Stabler. This is Cravoy. Yeah, look, I didn't solicit any sex, okay? I mean, this is a huge misunderstanding. I was really going out to pee. I'm walking in the bushes. I trip over this guy, and all of a sudden, there are all these cops, Ted, and there are Ted, helicopters, Ted, Ted. and... It's okay. We believe you. <sighs>
6: Problem is, we found your friend in the car.
5: Oh, the hitchhiker? That's what this is about, the hitchhiker? Oh. Oh, great. That's my luck.
0: I get caught for everything. So, you admit it.
4: All right, now remember, the hitchhiker, Harlan Williams, told him they made it illegal to hitchhike in the state they were in. So he thinks he's being busted right here for picking up a hitchhiker too. So <laughs> these cops are questioning him and he's like, you know, how big could the fine be? And uh let's go.
5: Uh yeah, guilty as charged. Look, I know that you guys have got a job to do, all right? And I'm really sorry. I did it, I admit it. You know, the guy even told me, the hitchhiker told me it was illegal.
1: So. Well, uh,
5: can you tell us his name? Uh, hmm. No, I didn't catch it. Can we cut to the chase? I mean, am I, like, in a lot of trouble here? Or? First, tell us why you did it. Why I did it? Um, I don't know. Boredom? <laughs> Guy turns out to be a blabbermouth, just would not shut up. I mean, just a This wasn't your first time, was it?
0: No. How many are we
5: talking here? Hitchhikers? My whole life? Um, I don't know. 25, 50? I mean, who keeps track? Hey, you know, I know this is the Bible belt and everything, but where I come from, this is not that big a deal, I mean. You son of a bitch. You're gonna fry. Hey, come
6: no! Take it easy, Stop. 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 Take it easy. You okay?
4: All right. He actually. This this cop picks him up and starts slamming his head. Now, did you notice Ben Stiller slapping the hand on the table? Yes. Yep. He has been in WWE once. He learned something. (laughs) He mu. He he he's learned something. Um. Anyway, at this point, what we have here is Matt Dillon is again kind of living out of his car and. Listening to Mary everywhere she goes, even her job, he's listening to what she says. He has her office bugged. Um, at this point, what happens is, um, Tucker is waiting in her office. And when he, when she walks in, he's joking around. He has these two tongue depressors stuck in his teeth like a rabbit. And remember Matt Dillon can't see anything, but he's listening. And I'm gonna play that part, and then I'll pause it after that because I just want you to listen to that part, and then I'll roll back a little more, uh, or I'll we'll bring that part up again later. I mean, here we go. First
9: Stop by. Really?
7: Okay. Hey, what does it look like today? It's fine. A little crazy in the afternoon. Hey, Tucker. Now, uh, what's up, Doc? You look different. Did you do something with your hair? The teeth? The teeth? I got them capped. Oh, yeah. Hey, they look great. You don't think they look a little big? No, not at all. The bigger, the better. Hmm. But I must say, they could be a little brighter. There's nothing more sexy to me than a guy with a mouthful of big, pearly whites. Oh, really? Yeah. Come here. All
4: right. And at this point, Matt Dillon is actually looking at his own teeth kind of like, hmm... Big caps, pearly whites. Now again, he only has audio. He has no clue that this guy has tongue depressors and is just messing with Cameron Diaz. And by the way, once again, Cameron Diaz looking so sexy in this scene in this blue top. Just okay, here we go. A little more.
7: You've read one up the hatch in here, Tucker. Behave yourself. I'm oh, sorry. What can I do for you today, my friend?
1: I wanted to talk to you about your friend, Patrick. He's a nice guy, huh? Well, that's what I'm trying to figure Get out, Mary. How
7: long have you known him? Not very long, but I like him. Well, I know he's a little different, but that's what I like about him. He's like a, he dresses like a complete dork. He chews with his mouth open. He hardly ever says the right thing. and probably farts, too.
1: Well, that's what you're looking for, is it? A farter.
7: No, I'm looking for a guy.
1: Look, it's just that something struck me as strange about him last night. He he gave me this funny vibe. Anyway, I called some friends up north, and they've never heard of an architect named Patrick Healy. And he's not listed as a Harvard alumnus. Fuck! Really? That's strange. Yes, I thought so. Anyway, I, I hope you don't think I'd be a meddlesome. It's just that... I think you should be careful with this guy, that's all. I mean, let's face it, you're beautiful, and and you've got money, and you, and you trust people. I'm just saying, there's a lot of psychos out there. Just be careful. Fucker. Look,
7: Tucker, thank you. I really appreciate you looking out for me.
1: Okay, listen. I'll call you.
4: All right, so Tucker just kind of blew up this guy's spot. A lot. really. Kind of fucked him over. Um, now you wonder why is Tucker cock blocking? Obviously, he's in love with her too, but we don't find that out until a little later in the movie. Um, but in the meantime, Ben Stiller is finally found innocent. Um, they find Harlan Williams and, uh, they, (laughs) and, uh, they let him go. They let Ben Stiller go because Harlan Williams, you know, confesses to the crime and his buddy Chris Elliott's there to pick him up. And they're in the car having a little conversation with each other. Um, once again, I wasn't going to really play the conversation, but, uh, what the fuck? Again, Anthony, it's your birthday. Anthony, are you awake? Uh oh. Oh, if Anthony fell asleep, we're in trouble, guys. But anyway, I'll play a little bit of this scene. Hopefully Anthony'll come back. Maybe he's just taking a little uh, a little wee wee,
0: and we'll find out. Here we go. You are a lucky son of a bitch. You know that? I am. Yeah. Didn't they tell you that hitcher you picked up was about to cut your throat before you decided to take a piss? Got <laughs> a fucking horseshoe up your ass, my man. got that nervous hmm? hive thing again? Yeah. Yeah, I do, Ted. Because um, I got some bad news. Are you okay? Ted, I'm
9: dying.
0: Oh, my... <laughs> Ted, (laughs) I'm not dying, man. (laughs) Come on. Jesus, it's just the humidity down here. Mm. It's like, come on. No, no, Ted, the the bad news I got is about our friend Healy. I sent my assistant down to his apartment with his last paycheck. The landlady said when he came back from Miami, he kept talking about falling for some doctor named Mary. Mary? Mm. My Mary? Well, Ted, here's Healy's uh, address down there. And in the future, do a little research before you send a guy like that out into the woods. I mean, Jesus Christ, that's, it's creepy, okay?
2: Okay,
4: first of all, he was the one who recommended Healy to him, the motherfucker. <laughs> and, uh, oh, Anthony, is that you? Anthony, was that you? Yeah, I'm here. I think Skype got locked up on me. Oh, all right, I'm sure if you wanted to take a piss or what, man. All right, cool, you're back. All right, all right, you're good. See you have a um I might actually need to do that. might need to take a little uh might you take a little break in a little while quick break um all right, but uh, yeah, so that's the little conversation he has so number one, like I said, you know he's sitting there telling him, oh, you should have researched this guy before you sent him out on the street, and well, he couldn't you recommended him, so he thought he was all right, but eh. Whatever. What an asshole. But he also- so Bob, what? Real quick, like you know, we're like over an
8: hour into the flick. Mm-hmm. Have you figured out what it is about Mary that that has everybody has all of these guys just basically strung out? She's like crack to these guys.
4: She's she's like the perfect girl, and that's what the whole thing in this movie is. Is she supposed to be like the perfect girl, and she is, dude? She's helping out fucking you know mentally challenged people. She brings the guy, you know, that, that works at the pier or fishes on the pier all day food so he eats instead of drinks all day. You know, she's she's just the perfect girl. That's the something about Mary.
8: Because yeah, Honestly, it, it gets to a point where it don't even seem like it's just a sexual thing. They just like, I need this woman in my life. I just need to have her.
4: Yeah, and the more she brings up the fact that she's looking for the perfect guy – is is really her just being like, you know, telling you that she's the perfect girl looking for the perfect guy. So that's it, that's pretty much the whole thing of the movie right there. Yeah. But um you know, as we go through, you know, as you know, Siller also finds out during that that um <clears throat> you know, Healy went down Matt Dillon, Healy went down looking for Mary That's exactly what he was doing. He finds out that he actually fell for her and is going down there to look for Mary. So they're on their way down there, and Mary has another little chat with all her friends. And let's go ahead and roll the chat.
7: The guy's full of shit. Jesus, this sucks. It's too bad this had to happen. He was almost perfect. Mary, what did you say Pat's last name was? Healy. Come here, come here, come here. Come here, come on. Movie. You gotta hear this. What?
3: It's just the way us Healy were raised. So, where the hell are you, Healy? Ah, I got a date tonight with that Mary girl I told you about.
6: The sawbones? Yep. Ooh. Oh my
7: god, we hit the mother load. You guys, should we be listening to this? <laughs> Do
6: you still think you're a fucking architect? Oh yeah. Dumb shit.
7: <sighs> Mr. Perfect, huh?
6: Hey,
3: watch your mouth. She's a great gal, Mary. I'm the dumb shit for lying to her.
6: Why didn't you? Just tell
4: her the truth. I don't know. I guess it's... Just- okay, real quick, just to let you know, while she's having this conversation with her, or listening to this conversation he's having on the phone, literally, he's reading from a script, and so is his friend, Um and they're just trying to, you know, keep this script going. So they're just trying to keep the con going, and his friend is helping him out. So here we roll a little more.
3: It seems that women today are more impressed by the almighty buck than some schmo who spent the last 17 years scraping by on Peace Corp wages.
5: Huh? Jesus,
4: man! If she's as special as you say, she's going to want to hear about the things you did. You can tell her about the irrigation ditches you dug in Sudan, the orphan babies who cried in your arms in Romania, the hope you gave <laughs> Freddie the leper and Calcutta. I'll be
3: honest with you. I'm a selfish prick. I get a high from helping all God's creatures. And honest to goodness high. I did all those things to myself. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. That's, uh.
4: Right, by the way, uh, Jeff here, <laughs> his friend, has a great Dane who steals the script and he has no clue what he's saying at this point, so he starts winging it. And of course, when you start winging it, it doesn't go well. Here we go.
3: That's, uh, that's bullshit, man. Hey,
4: hey, you were on the front line.
6: You remember the, um, malaria, the typhoon fever, that that vicious strain of genital herpes?
4: Ooh, yeah. Ooh I don't know what the hell just happened here. VLC just kind of, uh, took a dump on me here. Maybe it got the herpes. I don't know. What happened here? <laughs> I lost sound on VLC. All right, give me a second here. Let me, uh... All right. I know where I'm at, so let me see if I can start back over and see if I get sound again. I don't know what happened. VLC just lost sound out of nowhere.
8: Uh, Isn't technology great?
4: <laughs> That's never happened. Wow. That is where... We're
8: almost at the climax, folks. Damn shame.
4: Yeah, I just gotta Dang. figure out why I just lost sound on VLC here.
8: Don't worry, we'll get it working.
4: Yeah, I'll get it working. Give me a sec here. Alright, audio. I have no clue why it's not working. <laughs> Alright, I got volume on it. I got this. I got that. Ah, shit. Yes, miss
8: my life. We have been blue balled
4: We have been. I will figure Go. Just, 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 just give me a minute. All right, tell you what, let's take that quick break I was talking about right here, and uh we will come back, and I will get this audio working. Give us a few minutes here, guys, and we'll be back, and then we'll finish this movie up, and we'll go from there. All right. We will see you all in a little bit. Thanks. Back all on right. track. Yeah, back on track. Sorry about that, everybody. I don't know what the hell happened to uh VLC, but it has been fixed, and we are... Back in action, so sorry about that. I went I went wee wee, so we're all good. And um all right, we're ready to get back into this motherfucker. Let's go ahead. I rolled back a little bit just to uh kind of forgot exactly where we were. I'm right where the dog eats the script and um let's go ahead and go from there.
3: That's uh that's uh that's bullshit,
5: man. Hey, hey, you were on the front line.
6: You remember the um, malaria, the typhoon fever, that, that vicious strain of genital herpes.
9: Ooh! Wow.
3: Yeah, I cured all <laughs> sorts of horrible illnesses in third world countries. Ooh. But the bottom line is I'm not gonna use my philanthropy as some kind of currency. Especially after what I did. I lied to that poor girl. Lied, man. Well, love will make you do fucked up things. You said it, mister. I gotta run. We're dicks. (laughs)
4: All right. So, obviously he was outside letting Cameron Diaz and her friends listen to the call. And, um, you know, when he goes to the door, she just doesn't care. Kisses him. And once again, in a wonderful blue top that's buttoned way down, um, looking hot. <laughs> Jesus, she looks so hot in this movie, but, uh, she really, once she finds out it's him, she kind of does start caring for him. Um, this is another great scene where he's playing flag football with the mentally challenged guys and he's stiff arming them. He's taking them out. He doesn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. This guy is just killing these fucking guys. He's playing Warren and checkers for money.
8: He's playing to win, basically.
4: Yeah. Yeah. He's playing everything to win and lay, like, cheating and everything, just being the real scumbag that we all kind of know he is. And unfortunately, we're the only ones that know he is. Um, you know, but you know, it finally we get to the point where, uh, now remember Ted. Was on his way down. Um, but he's watching as Matt Dillon is with Cameron Diaz. And he's kind of being, you know, at one point, Warren, because oh, she's always with Warren, at one point he messes with Warren, he freaks out. And, uh, Cameron Diaz is a little skittish of him. But this is where Ted actually, not Ted, but, um, they do finally see her, and of course she's very excited because she's been kind of, you know, looking for him, and let's go ahead and play the part right here. Let me go back a little bit, and Ted does see him, hold on, one does see Cameron Diaz, Mary, and here we go. Oh,
0: I
5: can't, I, I unleashed the psycho on her, she's gonna be fucking
4: pissed.
0: Mm. Mary! No. Mary! Wait, stop! Mary?
5: Mary? Is that? That's it. It is you. Who is that? Hi, it's Ted. Ted? Yeah, Ted from Rhode Island. Ted. Ted.
7: Yes. Oh my God, Ted! Hey, good. How are good. you? Good to see you? Good to see you. too. How you been? I'm. I haven't seen. You, I haven't seen you since. Uh, since.
5: Yeah, since since um.
7: Senior prom. That's right,
5: senior prom. <laughs> yeah. I got uh, you got a great memory. Oh man, that was. I Haven't thought about that in years. Yeah.
7: So um, how's everything? Uh, everything. Yeah.
5: Oh oh, that's yeah, fine. You know, I was in and out of the hospital a couple of weeks. It was not a big deal at all. Now I'm good, strong.
4: To clarify, she's talking about his junk, people. All right, just want to clarify that. Here we go. <laughs>
5: really good. Hey, hi, Warren. Hi, Ted. How are you? I, um, how are you?
7: <laughs> I can't believe, I can't believe that he remembers piggy you. Piggybet
5: ride. Hey. Oh, piggy No, you know what? I'll take a rain check this time. Okay.
7: He never Smart remembers anybody. Yeah. It's amazing. Hmm.
5: So what, what, are you, what are you doing here? Do you...
7: Yeah, no, this is, this is my office. Well wow. it's up there. Really? <laughs> I, I was just out on my uh, my lunch break with Warren. It's uh-huh. crazy. what are you doing here? <sighs>
5: well that's a funny story. Yeah? I, I, I was I, I decided to I got in the car with my friend, um, and we just uh, we came down to Florida, right? <laughs> right. <laughs>
7: Well, you look great. You look really good. I mean, what's the story? Are you married? Do you have kids? What's the deal? Yeah,
5: dodged a few bullets. Yeah. Yeah. And God, this is just
7: so bizarre. I mean, I'm standing here with Mary Jensen. No, no, now it's Mary Matthews. (laughs) Oh, did you? No, 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 I haven't walked down that plank yet, no. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, it it was this this thing in college, this creepy guy who, anyhow, he was restraining order, got kind of ugly, and... After Princeton, I just decided, you know, what, Be cautious. Change your name. Just kind of leave that behind.
5: Just right. Right. That's a, that. that. That sounds. That sounds horrible. It was.
2: Yeah.
7: It Die. was. But it's yeah. over. I think so. It's good.
5: <laughs> hey, what are you doing tonight? Do you think maybe you want to maybe I don't know, go out to dinner? You know, catch up on old times.
7: Didn't we just do that?
9: I'm, with you, I'm Ted. fucking
7: with you, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> No, listen, I'd really, I'd like to. Uh, it'd be great, but um, I sort of already have plans tonight. Oh. But I'm free tomorrow night.
5: Yeah, sure. Or, you know, or you could just blow off that jerk you're going out with tonight and come out with me.
7: What hotel are you staying at?
5: Uh, the Cardoza.
7: Pick mm. you up at eight? Sure. Okay. Okay. Cool.
4: See you. Bye. boy, Ted. Um, and by the way, the uh Cordoza Hotel is a real hotel in Florida, and it is actually owned by Gloria Estefan. Have you frequented this hotel in the past box? No, but uh, I do know where it is. It's down in the South Beach area, <clears throat> but it's uh I've never been there, but it is owned by Gloria Estefan. It's a real hotel okay so there you go, but you know so he he gets actually a date with this with the girl of his dreams who once again we see comes off as the perfect girl um it's you know the movie is there's something about mary and damn it there is something about this girl something about ted too apparently uh yeah obviously um now tucker shows up at the apartment before everyone goes out and once again, remember, uh Pat Healy, Matt Dillon's character, is listening in the background. And let's go ahead and hear what Tucker tells Mary.
1: You'll get yeah. I'm
7: fine, oh, thank you. Oh look who is here. There
1: she is.
7: <laughs> I brought
1: you a little thirst quencher bag.
7: Oh, oh, are you sweet?
1: <sighs> no, I'm not. I just want to get you drunk so you'll pass out and- I can give Mary a good rogering.
7: <laughs> <laughs> you want me to pour you one? Oh, uh, thanks, but I have I agree to be with going.
1: That. Unfortunately, this is not a social visit. Really? Mm. What's
7: up? Well, I've got a little more news about your friend Haley Tucker. Everything's okay. He confessed everything. He told me he's not an architect. You were right. But right now, I'm kind of actually running
1: behind. Mary, the man's we're... a killer. What? Yes, I have a friend in the Boston Police Department. He faxed. Me After a short stint as a petty thief, Patrick R. Healy graduated to armed robbery by the age of 14. At 16, he committed his first murder, a pretty teacher's aide named Molly Pettigrove. He was incarcerated until the age of 22, when, despite a grim psychological profile, the state was forced to release him. In his mid-20s, and again in his early 30s, he was suspected of homicides in the states of Utah and Washington. Unfortunately, the bodies were so badly decomposed there wasn't enough evidence to hold him and and so on and so forth.
7: You guys, what am I going to do? I'm supposed to meet this guy in an hour.
1: Well, we'll just calm down. Everything's going to be fine. Don't worry.
7: Tucker, why you two never hooked up is beyond me. I'm so lucky to have you as a friend. Yes, well
1: don't get all gooey on me now. You're going to give me a big head. The, The important thing, Doctor, is you have to distance yourself as much as possible without pissing this psycho off.
4: I think he meant a fat head. (laughs) (laughs) Chubby. Uh, Yeah. I get it, boss. All right. Anyway, uh, yeah. He, (laughs) he, uh, he sort of again outs Matt Dillon in this scene. Um, as you can see, Tucker sort of tries to get rid of everyone in the,
2: uh, in the know.
4: Because he is obviously trying to get her. And we do find that out in the next scene. Um, Matt Dillon follows Tucker now around. And, but, but, but remember before that, we get, this is coming up to a classic scene, obviously. Um, yes. the re, the, remember Ben Siller does have a date or he's going to catch up with Cameron Diaz. Now, this is one of the greatest scenes, obviously.
2: Yes, it is. But I'm going to go ahead and
4: obviously play the conversation between Chris Elliott and Ben Stiller, because it really is a good conversation, and it's fucking hilarious. And let's do it.
0: The cash machine? Yeah. Car clean? Uh-huh. Plenty of gas? Uh-huh. Mm. Breath. How's your breath? It's fine. It's It's some all right. Well, I think you're all set, so just go uh, clean the pipes and it's a go. <clears throat> huh? You know, clean the pipes. What do you mean, clean the pipes? You choke the chicken before any big date, don't you? Tell me you spank the monkey before any big date. Oh, my God, he doesn't flog the dolphin before a big date. Are oh. you crazy? No, uh, that's you like going out that... there with a loaded gun. Uh, of course that's why you're nervous. Oh, my dear friend, please sit. Please uh, look, um, after you've had sex with a girl and you're lying in bed with her, are you nervous? No, no, you're not. Why? Because I'm tired. Eh, wrong. It's because you ain't got the baby batter in the brain anymore. Jesus, that stuff will fuck your head up. <laughs> oh, look, the most honest moment in a man's life are the few minutes after he's blown his load. Now, that is a medical fact. And the reason for it is that you're no longer trying to get laid. You're actually, you're thinking like a girl. And girls love that.
5: Holy shit. I've been going out with a
0: loaded gun. People get hurt that way.
4: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so there's the conversation. Uh, you laugh, but that, that was, that's actually good advice. That, that is actually decent advice for anyone out there. You know, it's probably actually really good advice. And he's got a point. You go out with that loaded gun. Yeah. I mean, I carry a loaded gun, but it's a different kind of loaded gun. Um, has yeah. yes. Got a point. He's got a point. Yeah. So, take the bullets out of the gun, you
8: know? Yeah. Well, I. I you, t- clean- you take away the anticipation because the anticipation is what always kills you.
4: Yeah, clean the pipes. Definitely clean the pipes. That's what yes. we're going with. That's what we're going with. Now, we did say that Matt Dillon was following Tucker around, and uh, we find out Tucker is a pizza delivery guy. And uh, I am going to go ahead and play that for you right now because he starts beating the shit out of this guy. <laughs>
3: About me, it's that stalker Ted. He got all these, didn't he? You're working for him, aren't you? Either you come clean or I'm gonna kick your fucking ass.
6: I love her, man. What you heard me, goddammit. I love Mary, man. <laughs>
1: I'm a phony. Just like you. What do you mean? I mean, I'm a fucking fraud. I'm no architect. Don't be a punch, man. Who's been to Santiago, Chile, twice
3: in one year?
1: I've never even been in Jersey. Okay,
3: okay. Just take <laughs> it easy. Wait a minute. You know those people back at uh, Harvard. Fuck, I knew shit, man. The only thing I knew was that you were a fake.
5: And I made up everything else.
4: So there we go. We Just going to pause real quick, I'll play a little more of it. But there we go. We find out that not only is Tucker a phony, and his name is Norm, but we find out that he knew Matt Dillon was a fake, but he is actually a little smarter because you know he he, as soon as he knew he was a phony he just started making shit up to out Matt Dillon's character so play a little more of this and then we'll uh keep going
1: my real name's Norm I'm a pizza delivery boy
6: here look there's my ID <sighs>
4: So, at this point, we uh, go to Ben Stiller jacking off. (laughs) We do. I know. He
8: was on some next-level shit. like That was, like, intense. Yes.
4: (laughs) Yes, and he was jacking off to the lingerie ads in... I'm not even sure what paper that is he was looking at. But, um, of course, this is the famous scene where he doesn't know where his load goes and cameron diaz finally finds it on his ear and thinks it's hair gel and puts it in her hair um it's kind of the this the the scene where the where her hair is sticking up is sort of like the most famous scene in the movie i guess yep yeah. <laughs> yeah it really is yeah, no, I'm
8: not disagreeing with you.
4: Yeah, yeah, he literally and literally he, it's come in her hair, but you know by the end of it, she's it's actually out of her hair, but you know it, in the, actually after the scene when they're talking, the next time it's out of her hair. But this is also where Norm and Matt Dillon decide to kind of plot against Ben Stiller. So they sort of join and kind of get a little union going. And while they're doing that, Ben Siller's out with, um, with Cameron Diaz and they're having a talk about, you know, meats on a stick and everything like that. But basically what they're doing is they're getting along and she actually, you know, she kind of jokes, Oh, why don't you just move here and marry me? And, you know, he laughs and that's, that's kind of what's on his mind, but. And there's also a scene where it's kind of not even talked about, but they're sitting on Ben Stiller's car smoking a joint. you ever, like, watch this scene and be like, it's just kind of, like, not even mentioned? Yeah, that was kind of weird because they never even –
8: you would have thought they would have kind of, like, implied earlier on that they kind of, like, smoked weed. That would have explained a whole lot.
4: Well, once again – I mean, Cameron, this kind of brings out Cameron Diaz because she is a pothead. But like I said, her and Matt Dillon were smoking pot on set. And actually, there's a point where they, you know, when everyone went out to dinner and they walked right outside the restaurant and smoked pot. But I mean, I've been I've smoked pot in so many places in Florida. Doesn't even matter. The cops never gave a fuck. But yeah, they're out there smoking a joint. And. It's just sort of a scene that never really got talked about. Like they're out there smoking a joint. I always wondered was that a real joint? You never know. With Cameron Diaz, it probably yeah. fucking was. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I think
8: it was in, this, in these series of scenes, like when they're talking and just kind of like re- getting reacquainted, and honestly, probably getting to know each other for real, for real, for the first time. Hmm. I think I finally understood what she saw in him. Yeah, it seems like he's like the one guy that she's. Ever been ever dealt with that didn't ha- seem to have any pre uh I'm trying to think how to word it here didn't have like ulterior motives, right? He's like he,
4: gen- he like genuinely into her for her, yeah. I mean, it didn't show any scenes with her with Matt Dillon smoking a joint, just talking, relaxing, and you know, obviously, someone you've known from high school, it does kind of you know help where you know you know a backstory on them, but yeah. It does. It it they they seem very comfortable with each other, and that's sort of shown in the scene. And yeah, this might be the point where you know th- this is probably where it kind of kind of clicks with her that wow, this is this is really cool and something I could you know live with. So in the meantime, though, the guys are so all, <laughs> remember one thing. This fellas,
8: this for first all.
4: Yeah this this scene gets crazy now. The dog. They remember the dog. And if the dog doesn't like someone, (laughs) if the dog doesn't like someone, then that's the point. So what they do is they start throwing speed up to the dog. And one of them, of course, lands in Magda. Magda. Magda's glass. And Magda's on speed, and the dog is on speed. So we have a dog and uh, an old lady with very horrible cancer skin on speed, She's in there vacuuming when they finally go up to, uh, when Cameron, the, the, when they finally go up to Cameron Diaz's apartment. Uh, her and Ben Stiller both go up there. And, uh, actually, here, let's play that little part where they kind of, uh, here, give me one
7: sec
4: uh, here. Let's go ahead and play it. So,
7: and then it was over. We really oh. haven't spoken since.
4: Hmm.
5: Wow, sounds like he was almost perfect. Hmm.
7: Almost. Hey, you wanna go upstairs
5: and watch Sports Center? Uh you know, I think I'm just gonna
6: quit while I'm ahead.
7: You're not that far ahead, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> Magda! What are you doing? I'm just scraping
4: up. Alright. Again, just kind of showing what a cool chick she is. Uh, Cameron Diaz. Just you know, she's messing with them, and it's just not something she's doing with Matt Dillon, and I think we've all figured that out by now. Magda, though, is all speeded up because of the uh, speed that was thrown up there. And, you know, this is where the dog comes into more play. He's beating the shit out of the door, and uh Cameron Diaz is like, hey, where's the dog? And she's like, well, he was a little hyper, so I put him in the in the bathroom. The dog actually literally attacks the shit out of Ben Stiller. It's choking him. It goes after his balls. It does everything in the world. It even blocks. It, it even does a fucking, you know, Three Stooges shot where it blocks the eye poke. <clears throat> but uh the dog finally goes out. Of course, they run after the dog. But it doesn't phase, you know, Cameron Diaz. They go out. They're doing baseball They're doing a few things, but the part that irks me the most is when they're out there and Warren is fishing, Uh and he hooks him in the lip. Oh, my God. I know we jumped a little bit, but there's not really many important parts in between there, just ridiculous parts. But, oh, my God, when he hooks him in the lip, you have to realize something. I fish. I love fishing. I've had hooks stuck in my fingers, my leg, my arm. Uh, my head. I've actually had a, I actually have had a hook stuck in my head. Um, I accidentally stuck a hook in my nephew's head once, but he had a hat on. Thank God he had a hat on. Um, a hook, a fishing hook, there's only one way to get it out. If it's stuck in your, like, like the way he did it, if it's stuck in your lip like that, do you know the only way to get it out? Oh, just yank it. Nope. You gotta push it through. You have to cut off that barb. Because, you know, a fishing hook has a barb, basically a little part that sticks out. So once it's in there, it stays in there. You have to cut off that barb and then you can take it out.
8: So otherwise, yeah, if you try to
4: just, mm, just pull it out, you'll fuck, yeah, you'll make it worse. I have had hooks so deep in my finger that it's not even funny, dude. Just accidental, or you, you know, just, you know, I, 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 when you're on a boat sometimes, just shit happens. I have a little 17 and a half foot bass tracker boat when I go fishing. It's not a big boat, it's a little boat. And I've had many accidents happen on there. And painful accidents. Of course, alcohol every now and then is involved. But uh, I've had fish hooks. Fish hooks stuck in some very painful spots. But uh, after the fish hook scene, which is disgusting, um, Ben Siller goes to see Cameron Diaz and she has an anonymous note. And that anonymous note is there.
5: Hey! Flowers are for you. Ball is for Warren. Had a friend FedEx it from Boston. Signed by Tony Caniclero. Did you
7: hire Pat Healy to spy on me?
5: What? What are you talking about?
7: I got an anonymous letter. It's not true, right, Ted?
5: It, well, it's it's a, it's an interesting thing that happened. I, um... Yeah, it's true, but it's, but it's not... Okay. Get out. Mary, wait, first of all, I didn't know that this guy was... What, that he
7: was a murderer? Uh... That,
5: yeah, in addition to many other things. I mean, I didn't know anything about the guy. The guy, the guy. I hardly know
7: him. How could you do that, Ted? How could you have some guy you don't even know spy on me? What were you trying to do? Trick me into feeling something for you? No, I didn't...
5: I didn't want to trick you.
7: Just leave. Okay? There I go.
4: So she kicks him out, and obviously his intention wasn't to trick her into liking him, was to... Just find her and make her like him. I'm not sure what the difference is there. Anthony, can you help me out a little bit?
8: Uh like I said, man. Even though there's a, the, the the undercurrent of this whole plot is stalking. You 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 could you get the vibe from uh, Ted Ben Stiller's character here that he he's really like a well-meaning. He's a well-intentioned guy. He doesn't do anything maliciously. It's just just awkward. Just socially awkward and things don't don't come out perfect. Don't come out the way that he would like them to come out. They're they're well intentioned. They just come across as awkward and weird to some people. Right,
4: right. And uh, he did remember one thing that uh, when him and Chris Elliott did have that little discussion in the car, he Chris Elliott gave him the address that Healy was staying at. So after this little part. He goes and finds Healy, and um, I'm also going to play the part where right when he finds Healy, this is what happened.
1: Uh, it's a pretty nice place.
3: <laughs> Sully, what the fuck happened? Oh, oh. Hey, surprise! Oh, oh. Hey, peace hey,
1: man. Man. Hey, man,
3: come on! You fucked me, man. Come on.
1: Man, don't do anything rash now, buddy. Hmm?
3: Who the fuck is this guy? Uh, that's Norm. He's a pizza boy. He's in love with Mary, too.
1: Look, come on, man. All right, look, look, I think everybody could use a drink right now, hmm? I don't want a
3: drink. <clears throat> Fuck you! Oh, hey, 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 look. You asked me to follow around your girl, and I, and then the truth is, I I started to like her. And that's when I realized I couldn't...
4: All right, by the way, I forgot to mention, uh, Matt Dillon got these giant caps in his teeth (laughs) and he looks ridiculous throughout the rest of this movie especially right now while he's talking to Ben Stiller because his teeth are giant but uh, anyway let's keep going
3: in good conscience bring myself to do what turn her over to a violent stalker oh I'm a stalker you're calling me a violent stalker yeah sure you're sick fuck hey fuck you fuck you you just can't take the fact that it was my turn Your turn? Yeah, that's right, my turn. Why can't I ever get a girl like Mary? Yeah, well, just because you didn't get her, you didn't
5: have to blow us both out of the water. What are you talking about? You're going to tell me you didn't write her an anonymous letter telling her about our whole deal together? What letter? Come on. It was you.
3: You sent the letter. It was you. We had a deal. You said you wouldn't fuck me and I wouldn't fuck you until we got this fuck out of the fucking picture. You crossed the line, man.
1: Whoa, 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 man. You're getting crazy now. Why would I cross the line? You probably did it yourself, you piece of shit. Oh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Why would I wrap myself out? Like I'm going to try to figure out some guy whose idea of courting is blowing farts in her face. Mm-hmm. You were following us. Don't flatter yourself. I, I was following her. I always do. <laughs> How the hell do you think I got rid of the last guy,
5: Brett? Wait, Br- wait Brett? Are you saying that, that, that Brett didn't say those things about Warren?
1: <laughs> Are you shitting me? Mr. Goody Two-Shoes? He was like an Eagle Scout.
4: All right. So we find out there that, uh first of all, none of these guys fucking trust each other. And we also find out that Tucker has been lying for a very fucking long time and telling Mary things that aren't true about other guys that she's dated in order to try to get her to break up with them. So, obviously, there's something about Mary. Ha-ha. So, you know, she's depressed now because all the guys are gone. And um finally, one person in her life shows up, and we're all surprised who it is, now, remember, um, Matt Dillon and uh, what's-his-name, can, Norm, can still hear her because they still have her apartment bugged. But this is where Woogie shows up. And I'm going to play a little more here. We're almost done, guys.
3: The hell is Woogie?
4: And we also find out here that Woogie is Chris Elliott. And none of the guys knew it uh, the guys from high school, I mean, knew it. And there we go. Here we go.
7: What What are you doing here?
0: Did you get my letter, Mayor? What about Ted?
7: You sent that?
0: Mm-hmm. I was worried about you.
7: Woogie, you know you're not supposed to be within 400 yards of me. Oh,
0: yeah, no, I do, in fact. You know, that's that's what I really wanted to talk to you about. You know that I have actually been through nine years of intensive psychotherapy, I and mean, you know something—you
7: were absolutely right. I needed help. That's great, Woogie. I mean, I'm glad you're doing better. You look—you look good, except for the, the the rash thing's still there, right?
0: Yes, you noticed, huh? These are called love blisters. They went away for a little while. But then you came back in my life, me lady, huh?
7: (laughs) Woogie, I did not come back into your life. Okay, I don't even know how you found me. Let's not forget here, you put me through a lot of bullshit, okay? I had to change my name, I had to go to court, I moved. I mean, you stole all of my shoes. What? What are you talking about? Woogie, I caught you red-handed.
0: I was in a weird place then, <laughs> Come on. Okay. Come on. Give me, give me a break here, okay? I was a little, little nuts, a little... But I'm fine. Woogie, you're starting to make me a little nervous. Ooh, I'm making you feel nervous. Nervous, what's that? I wouldn't know anything about nervous.
4: All right. So we find out Woogie had a little... uh ulterior motive when he put healy as the private investigator on mary that he wanted to find her too because she had a restraining order against him so he didn't know where she was either and it also made him break out in strange hives oddly um but uh yeah so i'm gonna play a little more of this and here we go
0: Uh, jeez you ever had a whitehead on your eyeball mary
7: Would Woogie, I'm asking you to leave.
0: Oh, Mary. Oh, Mary, you got this all wrong. I'm not going anywhere. Mm mm. Until I get something to remember you by.
4: All right, so at this point, remember Matt, Dillon, and Norma listening. They break into the apartment and they find him with a. armful of shoes and that is what he is doing taking her shoes again but uh remember uh tucker slash norm is supposed to be in crutches and this is where some truth starts coming out and again we said before that you know there's so many sub stories in this movie this is where they all come together and sort of uh work themselves out and you know, the 13 total minutes left in the movie, including credits, so I'm going to play a lot of this last scene. But we're going to pause and talk about it as we. Here's a little bit more. Oh.
7: Oh.
3: Dom, you're pathetic.
7: Tucker, what happened to your crutches? Mm?
1: Yeah. Oh uh, well. Uh, yeah, that's very good, query, Mary. Well done. Come on. Tell her the truth, pizza boy. Um, name's Norm. I live with my folks up in Pompano. Uh,
4: Pompano? Very familiar with Pompano. <laughs> I actually worked there for a very long time. And the booby trap, which you have heard me talk about many times, Anthony. Yes. Is in Pompano, sir. I cannot wait to do a back, uh, back in Florida episode.
9: <laughs>
8: eventually,
4: Florida, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> eventually, I'm gonna, uh, I, I will line up a, at least two or three people from Florida to come on the show one night, and we will do a back in Florida episode, a back in a uh, booby trap or whatever. We will do one. We will make that a fucking special. But, uh, she does find out here that, and, and also the, uh, my company, was in Pompano for oh my God, five years probably before. Yeah, so long time I spent in Pompano, <clears throat> and uh, we we find out here obviously though that Norm finally tells the truth, and again a lot of truths come out in this scene. Here we go.
0: Oh man, this is like group therapy or something. <clears throat> Dom, what are you doing here? You stole her from me. And now I want her back. I stole her from you? What are you you talking about?
5: Mm Mm-hmm.
7: Woogie, how many times did I tell you this at Princeton? Woogie? Ted and I had one date. You and I were already broken up.
0: You're Woogie? Dom (laughs) Wooganowski. But you're married. You have
7: a, a wife,
0: beautiful kids. Ted, if you love him so much, please be my guest. All right, what
7: the hell is going on here? Can someone explain it to me?
3: Um, look. We're, we're all in love with Mary. Oh, if I may, I have a proposal. I say none of us leaves this room. Until our young Mary here stops jerking us around and decides once and for all who she really wants. Now, Mary, I know this is tough, but you really will be doing them all a great favor to tell them the truth about us.
7: Are you crazy? What makes you think I would pick you anyhow? I mean, you're a murderer.
1: Uh, well, I uh I may have been blowing a little smoke up your ass there, Mary. Sorry.
6: Whoa! 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 Touchdown! Hi, Mary.
4: Okay. So now, we've heard Mary talk about this uh infamous Brett. Have we not, Anthony? Yes, we have. We now find out the infamous Brett, the perfect guy she was talking about, is Brett Favre, who I know is a football player, and I have no clue what team he plays for or if he still plays. Okay. You? Do you know? No. Can't handle. Okay. <laughs> you are looking at two guys who do not follow football. But I know he's a football player, and at this time, in this You know, in 1998, he was a really big star, and I don't know who who, who he was playing for at that time either because, again, I do not follow football. But Brett Favre walks in here, and uh, let's go ahead.
7: Ah! Brett? What the hell
5: is Brett Favre doing here? I'm in town to play the Dolphins, you dumbass. Yeah, I called him, Mary. Uh, I told him to pick up Warren and get down here. See, your friend Tucker was lying about a couple of other things. Brett never said those bad things about Warren. He loves Warren. And uh, from what he told me on the phone just now, he loves you too. He's the guy he should be with. Ah,
4: thank you to Piper. Uh, Piper Red, Red Worm. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> the Packers, Green Bay Packers is who he played for. Um, I'm not sure if that's who he played for now or who he played for then, but Packers... So, uh, he's a packer. He packs shit. Good for him.
6: Oh, Oh, God. That's right, Mayor. You know I'll always be true to you.
5: Oh, shit.
0: This isn't fair.
5: (laughs) You know, I feel like an idiot. See, I realized something today. I'm no better than any of these guys. I mean, none of them love you. Really. They're just... They're just fixated on you because of how you make them feel about themselves. I mean, that's that's not
0: real love. That's... I don't know what that is. Please. Uh, Mary, don't listen to him. This is just another one of his stupid little ploys. You know, Strowman, you are so full of shit. Yeah, you're the biggest stalker
1: of the show, you
3: here and tell me that you're not nuts about this girl?
5: Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. Oh. Hey, good luck, Brett. Yeah, thank you. She's a great gal. Take care of her. I'll uh, I'll see you, Mary. Hey, Ted. Hey, Warren. See you later. Okay, goodbye, Ted.
2: Goodbye.
4: <laughs> All right, one thing to point out here is that uh, when Ben Stiller says goodbye to Warren, there's something you need to kind of look out for, and if you didn't notice it, sorry. He grabs the earphones and pulls it off his head, and Warren doesn't freak out this time. If you remember, in the beginning, he had something about people touching his ears, unless he trusts them. Yeah. So, this is a little part that shows that Warren trusts him more than anybody. And it never shows that Cameron Diaz sees it, but it's obviously, I think it's actually an important part that the audience was meant to see, rather than her. So... Play a little more of this and we'll go from there.
0: God, Mary, I've missed you. Hey, uh, Brett, what are the chances I could get you to give me a little autograph on this pump here, huh? Something nice to the wife and kids. What? Oh, shut up. Cock tease.
9: <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh, and by the way, we get the best crying scene ever in a comedy. Here we go. <laughs>
2: Challenge her, he don't contend with her, and she don't answer the cards you send. And you're jealous of the time that he spend with her. So let, her go into the let her learn from all the things there. Let her
4: go into the dark, right, so he's crying, walking to his car. And this thinking of all the times that he's seen her and back to high school and the beginning of the movie and just everything they've ever done and going through all the times in the movie in his head. And, you know, obviously he realizes he's making a huge mistake. But of course, guess who walks out of the house? Here we go.
9: <laughs> hey! Mary? Mary? Mary,
7: Ted. You've got your keys. Did you really mean what you said up there? Uh huh. I just want you to be happy, Mary. But I'd be happiest with you.
5: You're fucking with me, right? What? What about Brett Favre? <laughs>
7: What I tell you the first time we met? I'm a Niners fan.
4: <laughs> so there you go. Ah. There you go. A happy ending. They end up. They're kissing. Um, and, I mean, that's it. Of course, he gets the girl. God damn it. All these get-the-girl yeah. movies. But, of course... We did forget to bring up a little while ago that Magda was banging the drunk that stayed out by the, um, pier the whole time. And just to go ahead, we're gonna give you a little bit of the end. Here we go. About Mary, they don't
5: know. What are you doing? That's my girl he's kissing.
6: But you just slept with
9: me.
5: I was only phoning you to get to Mary. Uh, uh-
4: All right. The old guy ends up shooting one of the band members. One of the band members goes down. And if you do and did stay for the credits, the credits were great. They did a little song at the end and did a bunch of bloopers at the end. But uh, it was a really fucking... This movie here for 1998 was fucking amazing, man. And like I said, for Fairly Brothers, this was kind of a do-or-die movie for them. You know, we, 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 brought that up in the beginning. It was, yeah, it, was, it, it was, it was, it was do or die. Because if this movie doesn't, didn't go through, go, you know, go through for them, you know, what, what was going to happen? Um, they, they were, they thought this was their last, that, that this was their last movie. <laughs> um, now we brought up Chris Farley earlier, Anthony. Yes, we did. Chris Farley was actually considered for the part of Warren. Oh. He actually died during, during this, the making of this film. Ah. Uh. Yeah. So, uh, a little weird. Uh, now, Pat Healy, the part played by, um, Matt Dillon was actually, uh, considered, uh, other people considered for the part was Bill Murray, Hank Azaria, which Hank Azaria could have definitely pulled it off. You think? Oh, dude, Hank Azaria is brilliant. The accents he can do, the voices he can do. Hank area would have been great at it. Cuba Gooding Jr., uh, he was another one. And even Vince Vaughn was considered for that part of Pat Healy. Uh, I'm actually, I think Matt Dillon played the part best. The only other guy I could have thought of doing it would have been Hank area. Yeah, I mean...
8: I like Bill Murray, very. I mean, great actor, but he would have been more sarcastic than creepy, and it would have kind of took away from it. Same kind of same thing with Vince Vaughn. Like they're funny in their roles, but they don't really pull off creepy too well.
4: Yeah, exactly. So, but uh, I mean, most of the other did you knows that are really, um, you know, pertinent to the movie. I kind of gave out during the movie. So really? I mean that's uh that was really the movie, but this was an excellent fucking movie. I would recommend if you for some reason haven't seen this movie, check it out. It's great. Um I don't know, man. I just there's a lot of really good things. I like guess this movie is another well made movie. It answers a lot of the questions that it that it kind of uh it it puts out a lot of questions in the beginning that it ends up answering in the end. And like I said, it's a movie that has a lot of sub-storylines. You know, every character has its own little storyline and its own little lie that it's trying to keep up with. And then at the end, they just jam it all together and all the lies come, come out and it just turns into... You know, two people who there's no lies anymore. And, you know, the the title of the movie, There's Something About Mary, really fits this movie well because, you know, she does seem like the perfect girl throughout the movie looking for the perfect guy and for some reason picks Ben Stiller. Yeah, and it holds up
8: incredibly well. And one, I guess one more little fact that we should kind of mention. This movie was made on a budget of twenty three million, and it went on a gross three hundred and sixty nine point nine
4: million. Wow!
8: That's
4: and a, it's still making money to this day. That's a hell of a fucking profit for a movie, man. Yeah, we I've, I've, I, I didn't even look at that stuff, but god damn, dude, that's a hell of a fucking profit for a fucking movie, you know? And and especially you know, like we said before, after Kingpin, the Farrelly Brothers you know lost a lot of money on that movie they thought this was going to be their last hollywood movie that you know was able to make it luckily this movie kept them breathing and uh we got you know me myself and irene after it which again was another amazing movie from them um hopefully we'll get some more movies in the future i don't think i don't know if there's any out there we didn't look at that but uh i don't know man i don't have much more to say on this what about you uh, just a couple of random ones that I, I, it's, it's on a lot of
8: top 100 lists. So in 2000, AFI did a, uh, 100 years, 100 laughs. Mm-hmm. If you had to guess, where would you say Mary was rank, uh, ranked? Six. Number 27.
4: Really? Yeah. Hmm. Out of 100, yeah, that's, that's, that's not bad at all, man.
8: Yeah, so I thought that was pretty interesting. That is pretty and re- good. And the rest, it was uh, nominated. Let me see here. In 2002, uh, 100 Years, 100 Passions, it was nominated. In uh, 2007, 100 Years, 100 Movies, 10th Anniversary Edition, it was nominated. And uh 2008, uh, it was nominated for Best Romantic Comedy in uh, AFI's Top 10. All
4: right. Yes, yeah, so this movie got a lot of a fucking a- accommodations that it definitely deserved. And... Yeah, it's, it's like, again, it's amazing to think that the Fairleigh Brothers thought their career was over, and then this movie just sort of fucking sparked everything back for them. And thank God it did, because yes. we might not have gotten Me, Myself, and Irene without this movie being as successful as it was. Yeah. So, Still can't believe it's fucking 20 years old, though, man. I know, man. Makes me feel old as hell, but... uh I don't know. Every year, another anniversary for another movie, and it makes me feel older and older. You know why? Because I'm getting older and older. But, uh, I don't know, man. Great movie. Definitely a good pick for your birthday, Anthony. Happy birthday again. Thank you, sir. And, uh, I guess on that note, we wrap it up. Uh, obviously, chat room. Appreciate everybody hanging with us. We know this was a long show. I played a few... All right, I played a lot of clips I shouldn't have um but really appreciate y'all hanging out with us and um uh, there you go so on that note we we will see everybody uh n- not next week the week after cuz we are still bi weekly last week was a little bonus um again check us out on the uh patreon um if you haven't listened to the episode where the episode where Shaheen screams at me a lot you can go ahead and do that yes. because uh she hates anti-American. I can verify that. that was a good shit. I'm not just saying it because I'm on the team. That
8: go out of your way, even if you subscribe for like one month, that yeah. one episode is an hour of
4: greatness. Yeah, I was a little taken back by the uh, by the hate, but uh, we'll get into that again because there was a lot of things I didn't say that I wanted to say, and uh, we'll get back into that again. But uh anyway, I appreciate everybody. Anthony, hope you uh enjoy the rest of your birthday, even though it's late as fuck. Um, and on that note, everybody, we will see you guys next time. Appreciate everybody listening, everybody downloading, and obviously everybody in the fucking chat room. Thank you very much for hanging out with us. Appreciate it. Anthony, we will see you next week, bro. Or two weeks from see now. See ya. All right, man. Later. Okay. i go
9: home and get your fucking shine box.